Hey, Shad. What? I think we should reboot the franchise. Okay. Rebooted. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of the IFNZ podcast. We rebooted the franchise. That's right, we, we got, bought a new KFC. We got a KFC, we opened it up, we merged it with a Taco Bell because mm-hmm. we all know that that's your favorite. And that's, yeah, that's the only reason KFC's still around is I mean, because there's the Taco Bell. Why would you to it? not want to get a 12-piece bucket? That's not even how many pieces should be in a chicken. <laughs> No. That's extra pieces. That's a lot that's, of chickens. That's for you. That's extra pieces for you. And then, you know, also, we can just wrap that up with some Doritos Tacos Locos. Mm-hmm. Sponsored by Taco Bell. This episode is sponsored by Taco Bell. If you Eat go, it. Go to TacoBell.com slash IFNC. <laughs> you <laughs> redeem, will not get anything. <laughs> redeem your free taco. <laughs> Terms and conditions do apply. I heard that that's important. It is. Have you been getting a lot of emails from the things that uh, you're signed up for that's like, renewing your terms and conditions and they tell you about shit? Mm. That happened to me with, uh, I think it was Twitch. Yeah. Even if it was just my regular profile, they changed their terms and conditions in like February and then they changed it again like twice in April. And it just, like, keeps happening. It's just, like, yeah. they can't fucking decide what they're going to do with well, they, their shit. <laughs> they're prob- I imagine they're probably dodging all the, the Facebook bullshit. They're like, okay, how can we get around this to where we don't have the same issues? Yeah. I, I've uh, seen so many apology commercials in the past, yeah, like, two I've weeks. Seen, <laughs> I don't remember where I was at, because I don't, we don't have TV TV yeah. here. I think it was, at like... Uh, Mandy's aunt's house or something like that. They had the TV on and there was actually like an ad from Facebook yep. and it was like them apologizing yeah. like we take your data seriously now more than ever. <laughs> it was like you should have you should have just done it the, right the first place. You yeah. dumbass. <laughs> yeah, and uh Wells Fargo's doing it. Mm-hmm. They they said something about they messed up. Um gosh, there was one other one that I saw. But it's like apology commercials left and right. Like, well, that happens. That happens. Well, we uh, we're we're rebooted. We are. We have done the reboot. We are. Uh, uh, all right. So you guys like we're uh, we're uh, <laughs> we're, uh, we're, uh, we're new people. We got we got hot young actors uh-huh. to replace us. Uh huh. And uh, I'm Hugh we- Hugo Weaving. I don't think he's younger. <laughs> and in my opinion, not hotter either. Are you sure? <laughs> I am. Uh, what's that? That. Uh, Ron Reynolds. Uh, I'm the youngest of the the um, uh, Thor brothers. Liam. Yeah. Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. What's Liam the Thor? Liam Thor's <laughs> Thormsworth. <laughs> yeah. No. And I'm Hugo Weaving. Still. I would like to be. I'm sure there's another Culkin brother somewhere that's younger. Another what? Culkin brother. Like oh, like a McCulk. Like Culkin. Um, like a like a Rory. A Rory. I found out that Rory is my favorite Culkin. You'd think? Yeah. You don't yeah. like Macaulay? I like Macaulay. I'm like not Macaulay listening to this podcast yet. I, I really, have. I was going to talk to you about it. I really want to, but I So good. Bunny Ears? Mm-hmm. I heard it's, it was pretty good. I actually just, uh, if you were to, uh, if this was something where you saw things, nope, I finished watch, listening to it uh, already. It was. I was going to say, it's in progress. 
but I already <laughs> I already finished listening to it. It's really good. Uh, this last one had uh, that fella from American Pie that uh, that John William Scott. No, the one Jason that, Biggs, the one that bangs uh, Stifler's mom. Uh, other guy that bangs Stifler's mom. Yeah, his name's Eddie something. Munster. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I met him. <laughs> I did. I did too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we were there the same day. So I guess we should talk about why we said reboot <laughs> all these times. Previously reboot. on Lost, we, we were, were lost. <laughs> we were doing a, a podcast based around the name of our band, As for the Rest of Us. Mm-hmm. Um, the As for the Rest of Us podcast, I had it on my YouTube channel. It never made it to audio only because I suck. Um, I have some audio only that I could probably just throw on every now and then, but I just never, I never got around to it anyways. But point being, we wanted to do it audio only so that way it could be in everybody's ear holes, um, in, inside your ear biscuits, inside your ear canals, inside your eerie canals. As I, as I at one point wanted to call the podcast eerie canal. No, your throat culture, your throat culture. Yeah. You we need to rename this now. No. <laughs> that was a bad one. Nobody would have gotten it. You called it my because... deep my deep throat culture. <laughs> <laughs> because uh it's a it's a double entendre, I double. believe. Because oh, you have you get a throat culture is like a swab of your throat. Right. And it's also that <laughs> words come <laughs> out of your throat. And they would come out of our throat, right? And we would talk about pop culture, so therefore it was throat culture. Oh shit! Yeah, that was a lot to explain. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've got to explain that much, what I've learned in my time is that's not a good name. It's a pretty good name. <laughs> I mean, after you explain it, I like it a lot more now, especially. Yeah. Um. But this is called the IFNZ podcast, which right. is not throat culture. <laughs> right. It is not throat culture, and. Uh, this is the I Feel New Zealand podcast. There's a story behind that, which I don't want to talk about. Nope. Today. We'll tell you later. We'll tell you later. You have to keep listening if you want to know more yeah, about maybe that. Maybe episode 10. Story time. 12, episode Episode 12. Story time. 69. 69. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was basically our previous uh, podcasticals. Endeavor. Endeavor. Did we get to 10 episodes, 12? I think it was 10 total. Yeah. We, we had some stuff. side episodes, which we'll probably do some side episodes of things mm-hmm. here, whether it be... Uh, Spoiler cast type things, you know, mm-hmm. talking specifically about one specific movie or comic or whatever that we've read mm-hmm. and just deep diving into it. Um, Give you a good music review. Yeah, really good music review. In depth. In, Johnny Depth. Hour long mm-hmm. review. Mm-hmm. Where we tickle your ears with our uh, throat cultures. Probably not um, that far into it. But basically, we kind of did the exact same thing, just with video. Yeah. We talk about music that we're into, mm-hmm. music we think you guys should check out for sure. Absolutely. Whether you're into it or not. I mean, that's that's up for debate. That's the, that's what the comment section's about. We want you guys to talk to us more. That's, mm-hmm. that's another uh, big factor to me about this, and uh, and I'll go more in depth that a little bit later on whenever we kind of close out the show um, about different ways that I, I, I would like to talk to you guys, the, the, the viewers, I almost said, the listeners. <laughs> Um, and, and how that, how you can interact with us, uh, you know, things that we can discuss, talk about and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. and all this, all that sorts of jazz. Yeah. Yeah. We like to, we like to talk about whatever. And, 
where we try to hit up our music and our movies and our games and our comics and TV shows and everything. And that's what we'll mostly focus on. But sometimes there's just dumb shit out there that we like to talk about, too, that has nothing to do with anything. So you'll get that, I'm sure, as well. As promised, uh, in the intro thingy that I made for this network as well, for the IFNZ network, um, we're still going to do the same things like we did before on the As For The Rest of Us podcast. We did kind of like game showy type things. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Yahoo Answers. I like uh, uh, through Slank the, through the Decades. Slank through the Decades. Watch out. Uh, different things like that. We're going to do special episodes that'll just be specific things like that too, where we can just all hang out together, have a good, jolly, jolly good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we actually get like, if we get live listeners, we could just like do some live tweet shit too. Yeah, we'll do some live tweet shit. I even thought about it at one point in time. I was going to mention in the outro, but this is be- this is a better time to talk about. It. Why not? Uh, do like a not video interface with it, but it'd still be audio yeah. only. But we'll do it like through like Facebook Live. Yeah. Um, on one of our pages, uh, and stream it out that way, or to like one of the Twitch pages or something, so that way you guys can interact with us live during an episode uh, from time to time and do that. I don't know, maybe every dozen episodes or so mm-hmm. we can do that. You have like a special live episode every couple months. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Let's hop into what we've been doing. So what's new that you are into, Shad William Shub? Oh, well, um, I've got all kinds of stuff. Uh, none of it is interesting. Perfect. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I recently... Though it may not be a popular thing, uh, mm-hmm. the only real media I've been consuming is uh, catching up on my American Idol program. Damn, Daniel. Yeah, and uh, it was good. It was. Uh, I don't think we need to really say much about it. Spoilers: Maddie Poppy wins. I don't know who that is. She was the underdog, not really the underdog, but like she was the singer songwriter mm-hmm. that picked like weird songs. Was she an underdog, like the cartoon character underdog? Yeah, she, she came out on stage just wearing a t-shirt and a cape and no pants. Yes, cool. That would have been cool. Uh, <laughs> but she uh, she ended up rocking it and uh, made it past the the country boy and the country girl. Okay, and uh, made it with her own little weird little vibe, which gives me hope for as a. As a weird vibe singer songwriter person, that uh, maybe people like that more than it seems. Awesome. Um, I am also not a hot chick, so that doesn't help my uh, my thing because she was a cutie, cutie patootie. She was a cutie. Um, once I got done with that, I started trying to catch up on the Atlanta program, which nice. is the uh, the uh, Donald Glover uh, jam. And uh, boy, oh boy, is a great. And uh, that Donald Glover, he's just a talented fella. He's uh he's a triple threat. He's he's yeah, if not more. He could just be a threat. Yeah, some would say. He's he's some people might find him threatening. I just want to be his best friend. I do too. Yeah. Uh what I'm, I'm trying to think of besides obviously him being Lando coming up. I mean that that's like what? That's that this Friday? Yeah, that's this Friday. This Friday. Solo. Damn. So, besides him being Lando what other movie endeavors has he been in? He was in Homecoming. Yeah, he was that. in Homecoming. Um, he was going to be writing the Deadpool cartoon, mm-hmm. uh, but then they dropped that. They got canned. Uh, I don't know what else he's got coming down the pike on that. I think I'm pretty sure Atlanta's going to be continuing on, right. uh, which is just like his little little show. I know you did, you know, he's got Community, Atlanta, yeah, um, that kind of thing that he'd done before as well, so I just didn't know... I was trying to think of other like movies and stuff that he had done. 
Regardless, yeah. he's just an amazing musician, movie star, TV star. And I thought he was retiring from the music biz. He said he was going to, and that he said, I think he said that either once uh, Awaken My Love comes out, after that album's like hit its stride and stuff uh-huh. like that, that he was going to kind of hang up the boots. But Oh, uh, okay. I don't know if that's necessarily true, because I mean, he did uh, This Is America. He seems fired up. This is America, and then uh, he had that other song they sang on SNL called Saturday or oh, Saturday Night. I didn't or hear whatever. That. It's pretty good too. It's it's not on like streaming services like Spotify and stuff like that yet. Okay, I don't know if it's going to come out just right away or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's at least got two songs that he's written um, since then. I got you, you know since since Awaken My Love. So I'm assuming that it's you know, it's back more. on the menu anyway. I mean, yeah, it, he's also doing more tours that are just like actually for him and not just. Uh, you know, like festivals and stuff. Oh, okay. More or less, that's typically what he he's had doing been doing. He's doing a headlining doing. tour. Yeah, he's doing like a headlining tour, okay. and they're going to be playing in several cities around the U.S. this uh, this fall. He actually played a young Tracy Jordan in Thirty Rock. Nice. I did not know that. Oh, he wrote for Thirty Rock too. Oh, okay. He was in The Martian, and and Magic Mike, Magic Mike XXL. I don't remember him in that movie. I never watched that movie. I watched it. I didn't. Them see. Them boys can dance. I bet they can. <laughs> I never seen uh, The Martian yet either. I haven't either. I bet it's good. Um, and then upcoming, he will be the voice of Simba in The Lion King. Oh yeah, I remember uh, that's a thing. You remember that thing? I remember that thing. Yeah, but uh, Atlanta's good, and if you haven't checked out Atlanta, do it because it's just. I'm going yeah. to stop harping on me, jeez. And uh, it's cool because <laughs> I guess like it's on FX, and FX is like. I guess finally realized that they don't have to play by the rules that like yeah, and that's, Fox does. That's, so that's like, like my favorite because like like between that show, the way uh-huh. that it sounds like it's done and like always sunny and stuff, yeah. like they just do whatever the hell they want yeah. to and it comes out with amazing and shows. And they're cursing now. Like yeah. and there's like is somewhat brief nudity, so it's just like oh, it's like an HBO show. Like yeah. it's cool. I I appreciate that. Um I appreciate you. The other thing I've been keeping up, if we're going to talk TV, is Roseanne. I've not watched any of it yet. Oh my goodness. i seen, actually I lied, I watched, uh, we were eating at uh, Dantoquiles. Yeah? And it was on up you there. You watched Roseanne on it was, it was It was on the TV up there, and I watched uh, <laughs> part of an episode while we were eating. And it was, uh, it was weird. I, the comment I made to Mandy was, uh, you know, it's really weird watching Roseanne and the scene opens in the kitchen, and it looks just like the same kitchen. Uh-huh. They never remodeled or anything. Yeah. But they're both slightly older, and Dan has an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. And when Roseanne licks the uh, the egg roll at the end of it, like when they go around the table, it's yeah. just weird. That's, that's yeah. probably the weirdest part. Yeah. I was, uh, What's the, the blonde daughter's name? Uh, I'm talking about Becky. Becky? Yep. Whenever I seen her come in and she was talking to like Darlene, Darlene was like on the couch or something uh-huh. trying to sleep or whatever. Yeah. And she walked in. I said, Becky looks the exact same. Yeah. Like everybody else looks older, but she looks like she's like the same age. <laughs> she might be the same size, like exactly like height and everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think she's like changed at all. Yeah. I mean, you can tell, yes, she's, she's older, obviously, but, yeah. but she held it up better than anybody else. Yeah. Is, uh, is, What's his face in the show? Johnny Glucky or he was in for one episode. Yeah, yeah, David. Yeah, David I wasn't. Was I didn't know if they that had was him it. back for one. 
and uh, I imagine he'll he's he's around supposedly as the story goes. So, but he, um, what's his face? The David's brother, Mark. Okay. Uh, who dated Becky? Mm-hmm. He died in real life of like a heroin overdose, I think. Like in like pretty late, like IRL? right after the show in IRL. Damn. Like after the show ended, and uh, so they play. He's dead in the in the show as well, though. But uh, obviously Dan's not dead, which is right. funny. So how did the? I mean, I don't. I'm just like I'm like it's kind of spoilery, I guess. Yeah. But just a spoiler warning, I guess. <laughs> if you're if you're wanting to watch Roseanne and, and you're you ten care behind. and you care about spoilers, <laughs> uh, how do they explain Dan not being dead? They just make a joke about it. That was it. Like the very first, the opening scene, they're in Roseanne and Dan are in bed, and Dan's got a CPAP machine, and like when he's sleeping, and. Uh, and she's like, Dan, wake up. And she's like, I thought you were dead. And that was it. Oh, that was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, like, they'll drop a few things here and there. But, like, that was the main one. They're like, I thought you were dead. And then, like, I think the same episode. Because she, you know, had, had the, how the show ends. Like, she's a writer. And she was writing yeah. the story and everything. He, he makes a joke about, like, I thought that was really good until you got, like, into the ninth season. And you killed off your the best character. Or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> like, so they played off pretty good. That's awesome. And uh, and I definitely agree. You couldn't have brought that show back without a little bit of some John Goodman. Yeah. And uh, he looks good though. Yeah. Like, uh, he looks. They both look good. Yeah. She looks good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real real healthy. Yeah, they look healthy. Healthy old old chaps. Connors look good. And chaps. Uh, I know uh, it's gotten a little bit of slack. Roseanne's not the most uh, favorite, especially uh, for people that aren't super conservative but i thought that she's right. uh she's she's played all sides pretty well being like having a lot of creative hand in that show and giving the reins to good writers right and i know there's a lot of people that are not wanting to watch it specifically the fact that she's like such a huge trump supporter yeah. and stuff too but i mean she seems like like as far as what i've seen on the show it's just like it's just like old Roseanne it like that doesn't really yeah. matter they bring it up one like one episode is pretty political focused okay but they've got but Jackie is the opposing side right of it and so they balance it it's not like it's not heavily like That's Trump true. or heavily Republican or whatever it's very balanced in that and it's even it's super funny because like Jackie was very much like a Hillary supporter right and then uh, you find out later on in it that like Jackie's pissed at her and they hadn't talked in months and months and months and it wasn't because uh you you think they believed it up the whole time that Roseanne voted for Trump and that was the issue but it was that Roseanne talked Jackie out of voting for Hillary and she voted for uh uh the lady oh yeah uh, I know what you're talking about I can't think, I can't think of her so name so dumb right what is her name Jill Stein. Jill Stein. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> She's like, you talked me into voting for Jill Stein. And it was just like, it was a good line. Uh, but yeah, Roseanne's good. Uh, that's, I mean, TV-wise, that's about all that I've uh, kind of fit into my schedule. Sure. So what, what have you been up to on the uh, the media fronts? Uh, I'm trying to think of recent music and stuff that I've been into. Well, I showed you Hobo Johnson earlier. And I, I'm a fan. It's, and I, I'm going to go listen uh, to it in my I, own private I time. will tell you that it is like, because I, I started listening to it with Jay, mm-hmm. my brother, for listeners. We gotta keep him on the loop. Yeah. I gotta know who people are. Uh, I started listening to it with Jay 
um, on our way to work one day, and I was just kind of like baffled because I, I, I he had I was listening to the same song that I had list, had you listened to first the with live him. one yeah for the for the tiny desk uh, concert um, for the NPR tiny desk concert this year he's he's on there and he's competing for it I guess I don't think it's actually decided yet so like do they do like because they do like a weekly tiny desk concert. And right, like and a small, like, like a like a little like this is like for thing. indie people basically. Each person that aren't known for the contest, yeah, for the 2018 oh, okay. contest. Like oh. last year, a bunch of people uh, submitted in their songs and stuff for it, and that band uh, Tank and the Bangas. It's uh, they're, they're, it's different. I'll, okay. I'll let you listen it's to some different. of them. It's, it's it's okay. I, I'm not a huge fan, but it's it's decent for what I like. You know, mm-hmm. listening to. Um, they won last year, so it's basically like a big competition. Okay, like imagine like Battle for Point Fest and how mm-hmm. all the different local bands will compete, and then like one of those bands gets to play with all the other big yeah. bands there sure. at Point Fest. Well, this is that, but for NPR's Tiny Desk, cool. they'll get to do an actual Tiny Desk music on there with all the other big stars, you know, that are normally on yeah. there or whatever. But then they'll get to you get that like fifteen minute feature yeah. that they do. That's cool. But right I on. saw we we watched his video uh, a little bit ago, and uh, what what did you think about it? Um, I thought it was a mix between like, I mean, it was definitely, there was, I don't even want to say it's influence, but there was definitely something that brought out the, um, like the front bottoms of it in it for me is that I think it's probably the like high and like kind of rambling Uh on kind of feel to it and not really caring that your voice is out of tune. Yeah, It's almost like his voice was like mixed with the guy from front bottoms and then, uh, what's his face? Tyler from... Uh, yeah, twenty one pilots. Twenty one pilots. Yeah, and how they have that kind of like manickiness yeah. that they can get to sometimes. Yeah, but, they but it's like it's, it's and... more like like yeah, like front bottoms mixed with like a chill hop, uh-huh. like chill hip hop yeah. type thing. Which I like the live version better than the the studio song you showed me. Yeah, I like the the live kind of feel to it. It's not overly produced, and you yeah. get that. And I feel like from everything that I've heard, I like the music that is like just the regular stuff that he's put out. Like mm-hmm. that's. Not non live, whatever yeah. the EP or whatever it is that he put out called "This Is Hobo Johnson" or something. Okay, um, that it's pretty, it's pretty good too. But anytime I've seen any of those songs live or whatever, it's just it's cool seeing him actually in that moment being yeah. manic doing the stuff. Yeah, because it's almost like it, it, he makes it a total like stage performance. Yeah. yeah, it's it's more like it's almost more of like a poetry slam at that mm-hmm. point in time yeah. because he actually like puts his hand on his head, gets into the moment like he's doing like a play for yeah. you whenever mm-hmm. you're watching him do it. Yeah. And it's cool watching him get that kind of an emotional reaction to, to that. Um, well, and you hear a lot, like a lot of bands obviously are like, oh, their their studio stuff just doesn't capture what they right. are. I've heard that about like Shaky Graves. is like yeah. Shaky Graves' album has never like captured what it's like to see him sure. live. Uh, oh, did you hear any of the new Shaky Graves? I haven't. I'm not a huge fan. It's not like it used to be. No? No folky anymore. It's like poppy. Really? Yep. I might have to check it out. It's good, like a... but it's it's different. Like okay. it's Whenever I go for Shaky Graves, I'm expecting that same yeah. classic folk drive, yeah. like listening to Dearly Departed or anything yeah. like that, but it's not like that at yeah, all I'm going to give you a little shh yeah. with, his, with his songs. <laughs> give me the shush. Uh, and, uh, and whatnot. What was the other... Uh, who else came out with new... Uh, Arctic Monkeys had a new album. Yeah, and uh, it is to me awesome because I never heard the Arctic Monkeys. It sounds like you have, but you probably didn't realize. Oh, it. okay. Um, Don't tell me what I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have. 
Don't it just because it was on the radio quite a bit. Okay. Like especially stuff from the not this album but the last album. Um, they have that song that's like that. Do I wanna know if my feelings come both ways? No. Sad to see. I'll have you listen to it. <laughs> anyway, they have the, the new album's out. Uh, I listened to the single off of it, and I was just like, this is just really weird. And then I listened to the album from like front to back. Yeah. And it's like a David Bowie album, like a good old David Bowie yeah. album from like the late 70s. Right, that right. whole aesthetic of how he's singing it, the music mm-hmm. itself, is this weird loungy dance type music almost. Okay. And it just sounds like a really awesome David Bowie album. Huh. But with that guy's, that guy's voice and inflection and stuff too, but... But the way he's trying to sing it almost seems like that. Okay. Um, so I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of that too. Cool. We already talked about Gambino's new songs mm-hmm. and stuff as well being out. I was trying to think if there was other music that's been out, but have I'll you listened to, to uh, uh, Mike Shinoda's solo stuff? No. I I'm not like as I liked of course when you're in high school and at that time Lincoln Park was like oh cool you like Lincoln Park it's right. whatever. And Meteora was probably my favorite if we're going by, like, levels. And then they got into this weird little space of things. And Mike Shinoda's done a couple of different things over the years with, like, the was the exhibitors or whatever at one point in time. Yeah. And he did some other shit. But he's kind of embarking on the solo thing since Chester has committed suicide. And uh, He died? He died. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, was it the saw trap? <laughs> it was. <laughs> But uh, but he kind of it seemed like initially was out of like a therapeutic kind of thing, mm-hmm. and uh, it's good. That's awesome. It's probably better. Is than... it very like hip hoppy almost? Because I know he does. It's good hip hop though. That's like, cool. Like it's not. It it's got some good beats to it, but good melody. It's got a good melody, which is does he what just rap over it consistently, or is there somebody trying to say, or is he singing? He, with sing it? It? he sings too. He sings good. Cool. Yeah. So I don't really it's a think I ever knew that. <laughs> no, I didn't know either, and I was like, oh, and he writes well. Like it's all like he's writing it. He's and there's like real like raw demos that he's putting out too. But he's getting ready to put out a whole like full length album. I think next month. Uh, but I was surprised that I liked it because I've never I haven't been on the Lincoln Park train in forever. But uh, he definitely has a lot of skill in what he's doing, and like he's doing live shows now where he's like playing piano just solo and singing mm-hmm. to stuff and and uh, so yeah I was really surprised by old Mike Schnoda that is cool check him out um let's see I guess movie wise the most two most recent ones that I've actually gone to the theaters to see which we'll discuss a little bit mm-hmm. later on too in the episode um Avengers Infinity War and Deadpool 2 yeah get on that Marvel train mm-hmm. choo choo cause it's it's Marvel month yeah uh, yeah like we said next week or this Friday We've got Solo, Solo. coming out, uh, just dominating the box office this yeah. whole time. Um, I've not watched a lot of movies or any TV shows really recently here at home. Most of everything else that I've actually been putting into spare time wise was just games. Yeah. Uh, Destiny Two came out with a new expansion. Uh, Destiny kind of lost me for quite a while. After the expansion came back, I kind of thought like, oh, I'll come back and I'll check it out and see what's up. And now, as far as I'm concerned, I'm like, Destiny's back. Cool. It's got they. They had a big, huge falling out with a lot of their fans. Bungie did whenever they were developing... Oh, not developing the game, but after the game came out, and especially after the first DLC, it was almost like a lot of, like, you want this... uh, 
this cool skin that makes your gun look different or something, well, you're going to have to pay, like, money. What do they call that when they're in? When uh, they're microtransactions. Microtransactions, yeah. yeah. So they, like, hopped on the microtransaction train, and they still do the microtransaction yeah, stuff, but sure. they've dialed down a bit, and they try to make it more attainable for okay. you to get things. Uh, same thing with, like, some of the exotic weapons and things like that. They drop more frequently because that was a really big issue. It was almost like a gamble trying to get it at any good gear in the game at all for a long for a really long period of time mm-hmm. and now that they've kind of restructured stuff it's made it really fun again cool so i've been starting to get into that and playing that um one of the other things that i've really started kicking into though um i'm over halfway through i'm, I'm gonna go back and, and finish it after i do some more stuff on destiny is the the new god of war i've heard that it was good it is amazing Um, it is honestly, I I can honestly say it's probably one of the best games I've ever played. Really? Yeah. Really? Really. It's like they took the awesome combat that you had from the old classic hack and slash God of War games. Okay. Mixed it with some of the combat that you have in like the, kind of like, like Dark Souls. Because it has dodge mechanics and stuff like that in it too, like the Dark Souls games have. Um, makes it a little bit more difficult to fight sometimes. Um... But then they combined it with the amazing storytelling and even kind of almost camera work that comes with like The Last of Us. Really? Yeah. Cool. Which was weird because the game is always like so like the camera will be higher up or Mm -hmm. way far away from the character, you know, from Kratos while he's fighting and stuff. Whereas this one is consistently like over the shoulder, like, like, you know, like Mm -hmm. Last of Us, Uh, the story that they tell about him and his son in the game and, and how that whole thing kind of develops is just one of the best stories for a game, I mean, let alone this, like, as you're playing it, you're just like, this could be a fucking movie. Yeah. Like, the voice acting is on par. Like, the actual motion capture from the voice actors is, like, on par, too. Like, it, it all is just amazing. Cool. The fighting mechanics, uh, the new weapon that you get in the game is called the Leviathan Axe. Okay. It kind of is almost like an ice version of uh, Stormbreaker or oh, whatever yeah. that, mm-hmm. that he gets in, the, Thor. that Thor gets in the movie. Yeah. Um, but it's it's got the Molnir type. Uh, you can throw it, and then he holds comes his hand back. up and it calls. It comes back. Cool. Um, but it's like a frost axe type thing, mm-hmm. um, and it's awesome. The combos you do with it are insane. I, I guess it's a little bit of a spoiler, but not so much because I mean there are a lot of there. I've seen some of the uh, promotional stuff show it kind of in the game now too. But eventually down the road. As some of the story unfolds, you end up having to go back and you get the old Blades of Chaos. Because for the longest time, the only weapon that you have is that's your shield. Blades, like mm, you. The one that's on the chains yeah. are wrapped around his arms and stuff like that. So you get the Blades of Chaos back again too. So you can switch between doing the Blades or the Leviathan Axe. Um, and there's even like certain enemies that you actually want to do just hand-to-hand combat with. And okay. he'll put the weapons back and you just beat the shit out of the dudes with your fists and cool. stuff too. But the story itself is just awesome and the whole norse mythology the setting um whenever you're in like the boat segment that's almost kind of like a semi-open world area Mm -hmm. whenever you're driving you know kind of driving around these open areas you get like your son and then eventually there's another character that's kind of with you i don't want to spoil it because i honestly would recommend it for you to play even if you not really played the other ones 
Yeah, I've never touched them. Yeah, they're 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 awesome and they're really fun games too. But even if you haven't done it, this is a, just a really cool, just unique story that you okay. could just jump into, and it's a fun enough uh, fun enough experience that I think you would really really like it too. Hack and slashy enough to where like I don't have to learn a bunch of combo moves and shit. No, I mean it, it's pretty hack and slashy. I would recommend like once you actually because they'll they'll talk you through the combat. The whole first like three to four hours is almost tutorial to teach you how to do oh, a really? lot of specific things. They'll teach you how to parry. You know okay. things whenever the mm-hmm. attacks coming up, he's got this uh, sword that's it's on or the sword the shield that's on his arm and mm-hmm. stays on like his left arm and it fans out oh, like it's okay. it's in like this little contraption that's on his wrist and whenever you do the thing to go block the sword the actual shield like fans out and you can block all of a sudden oh, and it okay. goes back in it retracts right so you don't have to keep the shield out mm-hmm. which is cool because like you just tap the bumper. He brings it out real quick, and you can parry an attack, and that gives you like a really good opening, yeah, um, to fight the opponent and stuff. But they, they they do a really good job of like talking you through how all the stuff works, and then as the time goes on, you can do more hack and slash, you beat them up type of stuff, or you could really experience a lot of the combos and stuff and do a really over the top crazy powerful shit if you're willing to try and learn a lot okay. of combos too. Yeah. Um, but overall, it's just been a really, really awesome experience. Oh, what I was saying, all the characters in the boat with like Kratos, uh, Atreus, and uh, there's another character that's in the boat later on too with you. Fred. Fred. Fred's in there with you. Yeah. Uh, his real name's Mimir. Okay. He's 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 Spoilers. actually he's a god too, and he's in the boat with you. But I'm not saying he's I, in the boat with you because he's there's. It's a, that lizard. There's a, no, it's not the lizard. The lizard. That looked pretty cool. Yeah, he's. He's a good guy. The lizard is. He just looks neat. The world serpent. He ra- he's so big he can wrap around the entire world. Uh, okay. Um but he's in there with you and he since he's like he this Mimir is the god of like he's like a, a knowledge god. He knows everything uh-huh. basically. And he'll tell you stories Google. about like he'll tell you he's, he's Google for uh for Norse mythology. Yeah, makes sense. But he tells you stories about like all of the old gods, different things that have happened. And just a bunch of history and stuff. And it's so interesting the way that they tell it. The interactions between him and Kratos and the kid. Yeah. They almost don't want to get out of the boat to do shit sometimes. So I'll even find myself just rowing around the lake a bunch. Just <laughs> listening to the fucking stories because they're so good. Cool. Like it's it's really a really amazing They make game. it entertaining. Yeah. It's super entertaining. Um, but honestly that's, that's really most of what I've been devoting my time into as opposed to... Um, you know, a lot of movies or TV. I haven't right watched on. a lot of TV. Yeah. Got caught up on anything. I watched the rest of the season eight of Walking Dead. Yeah. That was the most uh, recent thing that I've actually finished yeah. up. But that was pretty good. It got better as the ending got to the point to where got it was like finally better. wrapping up yeah. and everything. But uh, it seems like every year I uh, I go through the love hate relationship with Walking Dead of like I just want this shit over with. Yeah. I just want to finish it. I want to put the the check mark that. I want to get the the feel good on my app that I track my TV shows and it's yeah. like you've watched all this season. I'm like, yes, I did, but that's like at some point it's just it's a rough chew. I can't even watch Fear. I haven't watched any of Fear other than the first. I think I've watched the first four episodes of the first season, but I haven't yeah. seen any more beyond that. Me and Mandy kind of fell out of it. She went back and she started watching everything. She's not watched any of the stuff from the new season because she's wanting me to catch up so we can watch it together. Yeah, because Morgan's in there. With Morgan's there. He's going to fight people with his bow staff. Stick. He's going to stick them. He's going to stick them up. What's brown and sticky? <laughs> Morgan's staff. A stick. 
Um, oh, let's die. But <laughs> I, I thought, everybody kept saying that the season was like super dull of re- of regular Walking Dead. Mm. They said it was like super dull. There was like, there's no, nothing that's going on. I was like, the only dull episodes out. that I had was like the first, the first episode had all the speeches, the yeah. inspirational speeches on yeah. it. Every episode up until the big death that happened in mid-season finale, and then the episode after that, every episode leading up to that was just like non-stop action, though. Yeah. And I was just like, everybody was acting like it was boring. I was like, there's a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of gunplay and stuff. I was like, yeah. it might not be the best gunplay and fighting in the world, yeah. but... I mean, it's something. I think that they rely too heavily on the action. That's what it's become. Like, yeah. if you think about the first like two or three seasons, there was a lot of character building. Yeah. And you got but to know the, the characters. Say, it's like, almost to the point now, though, where we know, know every we know yeah. everybody. Yeah. But and you know, is that is that where they introduce more, or do they need more? Not that they need more drama. It doesn't need to be my soap opera. Yeah. But like, but at a certain point. I feel like they rely too much on we're gonna have action, and when yeah. they have an hour and a half show and only thirty minutes of it's action packed, they're relying on all of that to drive the show. And I need a little bit more. I want to care about these people that, still. That makes me think that this next season will actually be a lot more exciting because yeah. we'll get the interaction between more interaction between There's some Rick internal struggle and going on. Negan. All the internal struggle that's going on. Yeah. There's not going to be a lot of fighting yeah. unless we, you know, like of, the whispers or whatever yeah. start coming into play. Yeah, no, I think play which that. they might, but that's what I'm saying. With all the internal struggle, you know, now Negan and and, and Rick kind of, not, you know, not really spoilery, but being closer. I don't yeah. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But being around each other and stuff and having that kind of interaction as like a weekly basis type of thing to they kind of know more about. What? Negan. They killed him? Yeah. Did you not see that part? He's alive. Oh, that's right. I didn't Spoilers. see that part. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> we just went back and forth. Uh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I thought, I was like, no, the, he slit his throat. Oh, yeah, he did, but he's okay. But yeah, that's right. I was like, no. <laughs> just like in the comics. No, he killed him, buddy. Yeah, no, he's he's still alive. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That So you'll have, the, you'll have that interaction between him because he's in that jail cell. Yeah. I'll go ahead and say it. He's in the jail cell that's in Alexandria or wherever it's basement. at proper. In the basement. If they do that. Kind of same yeah, setup. I'm sure they will, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. You'll have like a lot of those interactive talks between him and Rick, actually, like talking about like how they believe you know mm-hmm. things should really go, and trying to kind of coerce each other back and forth. And then you'll have the internal struggle of like Maggie and Daryl and Jesus and all of them trying yeah. to like, this is how we're gonna do it. We're gonna yeah. get Negan. We're gonna like, we're gonna fucking knock Rick out. Yeah. We're gonna take him. We're gonna kill him. <laughs> and then we're gonna be like, Rick, you're either with us or, or you're, getting you're gonna cell. be over there too. <laughs> So are they? You think that they're gonna do a fast forward? Have they said? Or are they? I, yeah, a lot of the stuff that I've jump? seen, any kind of like pictures of people on the set, they actually let. Uh, I don't know if it's four time jump or what, but they let uh, Rick have his hair shorter now, mm-hmm. like it's cut back a little bit, almost shaved a little bit. Yeah, and he's got a bigger beard, but his beard's like white and gray too. So I think they're doing some kind of a time Which, jump. That's in there the too. time jump. Yeah. I mean, if they that's that's almost. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think. That's page to page. Unless they're going to explain, like, what happened. He got, like, his leg in the actual... Well, he had his arm cut, or hand or whatever, cut off. Hand's gone. And then he hurt his leg or whatever really bad. Because he had to walk with, like, a cane after the time jump. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. I don't know if they're going to have that kind of a thing. Like, maybe they'll have the time jump show up, and then they'll go back and forth a little bit and show, like... Oh, this is why he reused the cane because Negan tried to get out and he like broke 
yeah. his leg but and I mean, then they, they stopped also, him or something. You know what I mean? Or they also never cut off his hand, so that doesn't. Yeah. They don't have to do anything to his leg at all. Right. Until they could do do it later. So I mean, he's been he's been a lot safer in the TV show than he has been in the comic book. That is true. He's gotten effed up. Effed up. Effed. Uh, yeah. So you have anything else you want to talk about that you've been um, doing or you've been into? Show movies. Uh, I didn't. I didn't go over anything movie wise. I also saw Infinity War, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw The Greatest Showman. I rented that. The cool. Hugh Jackman joint. Hugh. Yeah, it was good. Um, it was. It was lacking in uh, some things, but made up with it on other things. It was. It was overall, I'd give it. Let's see if we got ten. We'll give it let's, ten stars. Let's go ten stars as our is our max. Ooh, ten. Uh, ten uh, Nick Cages. Ten Nick Cages. Yeah. The, oh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, ten Tim Allen's. Uh-huh. Yeah, that one. I'd give it like maybe <laughs> six and a half. Wow. Yeah, you it's cut, more than you average. cut part of Nick Cage's head off. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, also watched Valerian. Yeah. yeah, how was yeah. that? I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it really didn't it didn't uh, tickle too many of my fancies, but uh, I tried. I was a little bi curious about that, yeah. as in I kind of <laughs> wanted to, but I kind of didn't want to. And um, I'm glad you did because now I don't want to. <laughs> it, it looks good, but it yeah. just it they they tried too much to run it on the way it looked. It right. wasn't. It it didn't really come out with. I want my people to feel like people. A little bit, and uh, they didn't. But uh, game-wise, I haven't been playing much. I've been playing some Pokemon Go. Yeah? Love me some Pokemon Go. I haven't played that in probably over a year. I recommend it still. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people talk I think it was probably... It's been months back, but I remember talking to Jordan um, from the Geek Grab Bag podcast, and we were talking about it at one point in time, because he still kind of plays every now and then. And he was explaining like how the raids and stuff like that yeah. work now, and I, and he, he can't really do it solo. You have to have more than one person mm-hmm. to kind of help you fight whatever the legendary or something yeah. is. But that sounded really cool. I was like, they actually just kind of expanded on that. And then mm-hmm. that Nintech or whatever or is it? I think Nintech did the new Harry Potter game too. Yeah, it's not out yet. It's not out. Yet. But but yeah, I'm waiting on that because that'll be pretty cool. But I'm uh, just kind of curious how that's actually going to end up working. I don't know. I mean, I I get the idea that they'll probably just kind of it'll be the shell of Pokemon Go but like with maybe like different so things like, you need to collect so like I was going to say I was like are you supposed to collect more things or is it supposed Whole to crisis. be like yeah that'd be cool yeah. and like your raid is like fighting not necessarily a Voldemort like but a fighting like fight dead theaters and yeah. different followers of him yeah yeah that'd be cool yeah, I don't know I don't know exactly I haven't heard a lot about it but uh I mean, if they do anything, I mean, definitely the the gems they can do is like just different meetups where they do like wizard battles and shit mm-hmm. like that. They could give be. it like even unique names and stuff too. Yeah, castles or whatever yeah. you want to call it, whatever you want them to be, and uh, you can collect things to do like different potions that you need. Maybe I would like, wonder you if you need a worm tail and you need a, a hairy wart. And if shit like you were that. like playing, I would almost guarantee they would do that. Like if you were playing that game. And you went to like Universal since like the Harry Potter's the place, Harry Potter like world the actual there. world is there. I want. I bet they have like exclusive shit that you sure, can get yeah. there, like that you'll not be able to that get anywhere else. Kind of a thing. To go to it. Yeah. 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 Like I gotta go to Diagon Alley and uh, 
go and see all this other shit and collect these things. Get my broom. If we, we get everybody together and we can do a raid and we can all fight Voldemort while we're there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's where you have to go. You have to go to Florida to fight Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're they're definitely expanding their the uh, well with the new the newest the Sun and Moon Pokemon. They have the Alola or whatever Aloha. region. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they have div- the Pokemon all like look differently, like different colors and shapes and shit, but they're the same ones. And so they're getting ready to uh, introduce those into the Pokemon Go as well. And uh, I'm trying really hard to, I'll be 30 this year, and yeah. I'm trying real hard to be confident and comfortable as a 30-year-old that plays Pokemon Go. Sure. Um, because it's a little, prob- to me it's a little weird that I walk around and catch shit with my phone. Well, that's and just the way that the culture is, yeah. necessarily. I mean, you just kind of have to embrace the things. That, I mean, there are a lot of people that are, like, 20-something that say, you know, I realized whenever I was, like, 21 that I'm, like, an adult now and playing video games is stupid, but yeah. I'm, like, here I'm 32 now. Yeah. I just turned 32, and mm-hmm. I play video games, like, almost every fucking day. Yeah. Just because it's my hobby and it's what I like doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that it's a bad Nothing thing. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it at all. Nah. Nothing wrong with the G thing. No G thing. Um, and something uh, related to uh, the old video games, but not directly related. I have to show you a prize I got, but you can't see it at home. And it's not really a prize. Look at that. You got a Keyblade. I got a Keyblade hanging up in my office now. That's awesome. And uh, I just hung it last night, actually. And I was Did like, you get it from like a con or something? Or? Yeah, I got it... Uh, Right above my closet door in That's there. That's cool as shit. Uh, it's a uh, metal. Yeah. Metal one. And uh, it, uh, yeah, I got it at the Cape Con. I've been looking for, not looking for, wrong word. Um, I saw it last year and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I would like that. It was like 50 bucks. And I was like, ah, I don't really want to spend $50 right now. And so I thought about it for a year. Right. And then I was like, there's there's a lot of places online where you can get one, but I didn't know quality-wise what I was getting. Right. But I knew exactly what I was going to get With if that, I had it in my yeah. hand. Like, I knew what it looked like. So I was like, okay, I'm going back to the Cape Comic Con. If, if it's there, I'm getting it. And right. so it was there, and I got it. Nice. And uh, So, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I don't uh, have too many, like, toys or statues or anything like that, so that was kind of my introduction into not introduction to that but kind of my like one little splurge was like i really would like a, a, a kingdom hearts key please. we can uh kind of bleed that into the news gross as far as the news is concerned and talk about some of the other topics that mm-hmm. i had but i didn't write any of that down uh trailers have been out new trailers and like a half hour gameplay for kingdom hearts yeah. 3 i haven't watched any of that yet. stuff no gameplay's cool they showed some of the different worlds and stuff like that they've been working like on wreck it ralph uh, Wreck-It Ralph's there. Uh, they did more of the Toy Story world. Some of the abilities that... The actual new weapons that he gets, like, whenever he does, like, the transformation thing, and he's got, like, robot arms, and he's, like, punching, oh, yeah. like, uh, swords punching with them. Mm-hmm. It's Keyblade transformations. I guess it's something uh, that they introduced in, I guess, one of the PSP games that I'd never okay. played. And it's something that they just decided to keep and hmm. give to Sora in okay. this game, because I think it was one of the other... Characters. Like somebody else had it. Yeah. Okay. But the the keyblade will like transform based off of what world you're in. You get specific abilities and stuff like that for it. Uh, It'll okay. transform into new different things you can have. Like one of them, I think the to- well, I want I can't remember which one it was. I want to say maybe Monsters Inc or something. It transforms into like a giant hammer. Oh, okay. And you can like smack people with it and stuff like that. Okay. So it has like different abilities and stuff that it changes too. But the <clears throat> biggest thing is, we know for sure. 
that it is coming out this year. Yeah, we do know There's that. There's a 100% guarantee. Yes. We also know that a few days ago, they announced that two weeks down the road, that they would be announcing the official date that it would be coming out this yeah. year. Which means that probably at E3, mm-hmm. since that's yeah. the time the frame that it's going to happen, we will actually know the for sure date. I'm assuming it's probably going to be like November. Yeah, it's going to be right before Christmas for sure. But I'm really just excited to the fact that it's actually here now. Yeah. This has been over 10 years now, yes. basically. Yeah. That's actually been in the making. Which and means that I've got, what, six months to get the rest of the franchise finished up? Yes. Which I'm I'm maybe a third of the way through Kingdom Hearts 2, so yeah, I, I can do it. I, honestly, if you, if you do 1 and 2, there's going to be tie-ins no. and stuff from the others. I'm just saying, there's no. going to be tie-ins from the others and stuff too. But I don't know how much... I think that they're going to try and make it to the point where as long as you've played the key entries what's going on. to Kingdom Hearts, key <laughs> uh, that they're probably going to be able to know what's going on with the yeah, stuff. Yeah, I can't do it though. I want to finish. No, definitely finish. definitely go through and yeah. definitely finish. I even, I'm just saying, I think that they'll probably do it that way. I've gotten as far as I actually, the games that they just have the movies for on the PS4 mm-hmm. versions of it, I have the actual game so I can go back and play those too. Nice. Because uh, I, I want to. I, I want to be a completist with this. and uh, and Because uh, I really dig the franchise in general. Uh, it speaks to all of my uh, like nerdy kind of kitty. Like, I like Disney stuff, and Final Fantasy is cool, and I like hack and slash games, and I like epic storylines, so it kind of fits all the checks, all the boxes for me. I've seen that they cleaned up the combat quite a bit, too, so it looks like it'll be even more fluid oh, and, and play a lot better cool. as far as, like, the hack and slash goes and stuff. Yeah. A lot of the things that were... I find that whenever I go back and I play some of the Kingdom Hearts games as a compared to play we'll say, like, Final Fantasy fifteen. that some of the things that they have from the combat that they have nowadays versus the combat that was there before, it's 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 a little bit more almost archaic, the way that you have to go through and choose some of, like, the magic and different things that oh, you do. Oh, really? So they've actually, like, changed some of the stuff, and it makes it, it, makes it feel a lot better whenever you're going okay. through and you play. So I, I'm excited for that, that they're going to have a lot, you know, better cleaned up combat too absolutely so more on that as we continue yes as we continue we'll talk more about kingdom hearts guarantee mm-hmm. uh the next news uh the the poderman comics showed us that chewie's new co-pilot for the falcon now that han's dead is nanub who's that uh fishkill guy from oh the yeah guy yeah yeah he's running it he's gonna be or he's co-pilot chewie is the main pilot right on like the actual pilot pilot, and then the co-pilot will be that guy. But he hasn't even had time. He's been running Ray around all over the place to Penguin Island and all kinds mm-hmm. of shit. So that's what they said that was saying happened in the Poe from the Poe Dameron comics. They they had like it showed Leia, and it was like post Han's death, all kinds of other stuff, and they showed Leia talking to that character and saying that she couldn't think of any other better person to be the co-pilot because he was there before with Lando. Yeah, exactly. And helping co-pilot Is he going to be in Solo? Too. Who? Nian Noob? I don't know. I would, I would, uh, I would be surprised, I guess. Uh, well, how, I don't know how old of friends him and Lando are. Oh, like, the, he may not have been around for the original time that Lando had yeah, the Falcon. that's okay. what I meant. Like, I don't know if... I gotcha. I wonder if they, they actually... Friend. I'm curious if during the Solo movie, if they'll be able to actually show, like, the sequence that happens with the life debt. Yeah. For him and Chewie. Yeah. 
to show like what exactly like how it goes down and stuff yeah. to actually see it like on the big screen would be kind of cool. Well, and they, I mean, there's so many things. Just Han Solo and Chewbacca are just kind of caked in stories because they're those like when you meet them in in Star Wars, they're they're caked in just like oh remember when we did this or that was from that and like yeah. how do we you know will we they talked about that there's a potential for a solo too is like is that when we'll see the whole like why Han Solo's in debt with Jabba the Hutt so much right like will we get to see all kinds of different stories from the background that aren't even from expanded universe stuff it's just shit that they barely touch on in, in the movies the stuff. <laughs> it's just like yeah. oh this happened and we're not going to really tell you what happened we're just going to give you the cliff notes it's just insane though too thinking back of how like how rich of a universe this actual I guess universe is yeah absolutely and how much stuff they've actually like built up and said that they've not talked about or anything and then they can finally go back and be like I guess we can try and explain how this happened yeah why you not know, that's that that's pretty awesome well uh, and uh if I you probably I would imagine didn't uh, probably you didn't did you keep up when Marvel got Star Wars and did you read any of that like the comics like the Vader ones and stuff like well that just too, even the, the Star Wars line just the straight up one not the straight did up you keep one. up with so at one point and uh, this has been a, this is like when it first launched probably like six issues in nothing crazy but it's Han Solo is there they have to land on this planet and somebody's tailing him and it turns out to be Han Solo's wife and he has a wife and uh that they're they're like separated or whatever and he kind of just like ran out on her or something I can't remember exactly what happened but I don't know if they're gonna address that wife in this movie but those comics are canon right and so at some point between if it's not in this movie sometime between this movie and A New Hope he finds a lady and gets married and leaves her. the character that Emilia Clark plays? It is a black girl in the... Oh, it's a black girl? That it's, a, it's, a, it's a black girl that he's married in to comics. in the comics. <laughs> so so I don't know... Lando's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no clue like how it plays into it. I think she has like, dreads and stuff, That's if funny. I remember right. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so that was like, oh, well, how will that play into it all? But, like, that just adds to the richness of what Han Solo could be. Yeah. And, uh... And I it guess seems that's like, the case. I mean, they, if they go back far enough, like, this is him just becoming a smuggler. Yeah. Like, for yeah. the first basis. They exactly. could talk about him meeting Chewie, and then him going on, like, a first big smuggler run with him and Chewie together. Yeah. And then just kind of keep going from there. They don't have to stop it at no. one kind of a thing, I No, guess. they don't have to. I think it's kind of I been based, It would be that. based on how well it actually does. It seems like it's going to do really well. Especially since, from what I heard initially, is that they were like, eh, I don't really know how Solo's going to do. We're not going to yeah. put a lot of faith in it. And it's all over the place now. Like, yeah. And mu- like, there must have been, like, whatever they're tracking or whatever must have been like, hey, I think people are going to dig this movie. Yeah. And so, I think it has the potential to be pretty cool, and uh, and I think they're getting across like the fun side of it, in the right tone. I guess that they were trying to with Ron Howard helming it that they yeah. weren't getting with the uh, the Lord and uh, whatchamajigit? who Lord, Lord and Miller. Oh, the Lego I know guys. What you're yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm glad that Ron Howard's doing it. I yeah. feel like he's got that kind of a big. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. You know, big vision, mm-hmm. imagination Absolutely. type thing. 
like a Spielberg. Yes. Or like Lucas, yeah. you know, whatever. He's exactly. he's that kind of a scale of a person to have at the helm that can do that kind mm-hmm. of a, you know, carry a vision like that and yeah. make it really, really good. And Clint's evidently in it. Howard. Eastwood? No, Clint <laughs> Howard. Is he playing uh, Nyanyub? <laughs> I don't know. They put a mask on him like... He just, he just takes off. He's just like, ah, Chewie, I can't wear this thing anymore. It's hot. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. I'm going to um, go back to the set of Armageddon. He's a, he's a <laughs> not an attractive fellow. No, he's not. His brother got all the charm. He did. Uh, uh, <coughs> all the, what else we got? Uh, the official Halloween website for the new movie coming out. <laughs> That's, That's Twilight awesome. Zone. <laughs> <laughs> You're close. <laughs> no, it's a... Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Things. It, she, they loaded a brief synopsis for the movie. Underwear. Uh, quoting, Jamie Lair Curtis... Oh, no. Uh, underwear. Uh, boxers, briefs, what do you wear? Me? Yeah. Uh, right now. Boxer briefs? I like them, though. I think I'm going to it. Boxer briefs? Yeah. How do you always wear before? Uh, well, I was a brief guy... Through my teens and 20s. Sure. Well, I'm still in my 20s. Uh, my late 20s, I went to trunks, which are just a little bit longer. Yeah. But then I find that my chub is rubbing. And by a chub, I don't mean my dick. I mean that, like, my thighs are fat and they rub yeah, together real together. bad. So, yeah. like, boxer briefs are amazing because they kind of protect it all. Sure. So, I'm, uh, I've, I've got four pair of mm-hmm. boxer of uh, boxer briefs. Yeah. And I've got to get, like, how many, three more uh-huh. In order to only do laundry once a week, um, so I'm on my way to uh, going all boxer brief. Is this tying us into our me undies? Our, uh, our me undies no, ad? Actually, not because I'm gonna have to get rid of all my me undies because they're all trunks. <laughs> and uh, and I actually had to throw away a pair of me undies the other day because they were starting to wear and tear a little bit. I thought that you well, it's micromodal. Yeah, micromodal, yeah, it wears out after a little bit. I had some holes in it. You should got you should gave that to Goodwill. This episode brought to you by Goodwill. <laughs> Go to goodwill.com slash IFNZ the way you for your $2 Christmas tree. Goodwill hunting. <laughs> like you were like, Goodwill. Like it was a guy's name. There was more going on. <laughs> and then my, oh, I've got a friend. His name is Goodwill. Oh, wow. Goodwill. Uh, Sorry. You're we're fine. talking about Halloween and the Twilight Zone. Uh, the synopsis reads... Quote, Jamie Lee Curtis returns to her iconic role as Laurie Strode, who comes to her final confrontation Bullshit. with Michael Myers, the masked figure who haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing spree on Halloween night over four decades ago. That's not how I remember it. I'm pretty sure that they've already done this a few times. They did it. Maybe this is canon, though. <laughs> but wasn't H2O part of... Yeah, it was, but maybe it's not canon. And H2O was 20 years later. Were they going to yeah. H4O? No, this is just Halloween. And they were going to be Resurrection. What? All, she was in all of those, wasn't she? She wasn't in Resurrection. She wasn't in Resurrection. Res- H2O was the last one. I think they last killed her in H2O. Yeah, she fell out the window. Yeah, I think she was, like, dead. Yeah. But she's not dead. Yeah. She's just like a brother... She's immortal. They're yeah, they're a crazy family. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to throw that out there because you know I I like Halloween a lot. I like Halloween, and uh, I'm excited to see what happens. That's not a Rob Zombie Halloween. Mm-hmm. The first time we've got one since yeah. then that's not helmed by him. Yeah. So it's been it's been 
How long was it? His was in like 2009. The it's last one for yeah. the second one. I, yeah, the second one had to. So yeah, all, yeah that makes almost sense. almost ten years yeah, yeah, at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming mm-hmm. close to it anyway. Yeah, have you seen the uh, little stills from uh, what's it called? Three Devils or something like that. His mm-hmm. new uh, sequel to House of a Thousand Corpses and Devils Rejects. I haven't seen any stills. It's, it's the. Uh, I mean, it just looks like the three of them. Yeah, like they look exactly the same, but. Uh, yeah, Spalding's got all of his makeup on, and Otis still looks gross, and Sherman Zombie looks the same also. So Cool. They're doing it. They're doing it. Um, what else we got? Uh, Marvel has now officially killed the standalone Cable comic series that they started. I didn't know there was one. There was one, and they started <laughs> not not over too long ago. I just, it, seeing that kind of surprised me, seeing as how he's... Like the pivotal character with Deadpool in the Deadpool movie, and they were just like, "Nah, we're not gonna do this anymore." I know we're gonna talk about Deadpool too here in a little bit, but um, the hype for Deadpool—no, scratch that—the hype for Cable in Deadpool two went from for me as an outsider doesn't know jack shit about some of that stuff is like Cable was up at the high point of like it's gonna be Cable, check him out. And there's a picture of him and all that stuff. And then, like, by the time the trailer got out, he didn't really seem like he was a big part of it. Like, it was just he kind is. of... He's, he, I mean, he was just kind of like, he's a character, he's yeah. here. He's there, like, after, like, the first 20 minutes, 25 minutes of the movies in there, and then he's, like, there. Okay. And he's, like, basically almost a constant part of it at that point in time. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, I thought Prolin did a pretty good job as Cable. Yeah. I mean, it's... It definitely is a different take on cable as far as whenever I watch whenever I read like Deadpool and Cable comic series, mm-hmm. whenever I read like all those trades and stuff, I, I feel like I had a different vibe from like, what who, he brought to it. Who Cable was, what he was and everything too and how that kind of all panned out. But what he brought to it was a really cool take on cable and stuff and like almost how everything in the first movie was centered around it being a love story. This whole movie has a center around Technically, it being kind of like a uh, like a family story instead. Okay. Like a, the first one was just the love story. Mm-hmm. This one's like the family story. Like Logan's so kind of, family story. Yeah, kind of. You know, like the the dad, the daughter, and mm-hmm. then Grandpa uh, Chuck. Yeah. Chuck Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> um, that holds up. Yeah, it holds does. up like a motherfucker. It's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. It's just like not even a comic movie. It's just a good movie. In general, it is an amazing movie. Yeah. Like even if you didn't care about Logan before and you were just like, ah, I guess I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. You would care about it like, by the time it's over. I know people who don't like comic movies that like that movie. Yeah. It's no, good. no, it's a great movie. Good stuff. Um, the HBO New Watchmen series is starting casting and starting to get ready to film and everything and we now know that the movie or the show is having absolutely nothing to do with the original comic book storyline at all yeah. or the prequel storyline, the before Watchmen, and that they're telling an entirely new story altogether. But not from any, like Alan Moore or anybody yeah. that actually helped write they're the comics. Gonna, they're just they're gonna going to write, write new stuff their own. Characters. Yep. Yeah. And they're even going to introduce new characters too, apparently. Wow. Like other ones apart from. You know, uh, Night Owl and all the comedian and all of them. Seems a bit odd, I guess, because if they're not going to touch, or unless they're not, they're just not going to do the prequel that's already been written. It's like Watchmen, as itself, was kind of it wasn't a. You know, sometimes you comic books are either an origin, or they're a middle. They're an act two in it. Watchmen was definitely an act three 
book. Like, it was, here's these characters, we're kind of going to give you a background on them, but there's like an ending to There is a definitive ending. <laughs> that <laughs> was it. it. That, was, so, that was the point. They were like, we are, Alan Moore was like, I'm done. Yeah, it That's wasn't it. even, it wasn't like, there was definitely room for a prequel. Right. Sure, but like, but the after, there was no, there's no after so to I'm it. guessing they're saying like, they're not necessarily saying that this is going to be based off the prequels. It's not based off of the comics in general, the they're comic in general. version of it. I guess. I don't know if they're telling their own version of it or if they're just going to be like, this is stuff that happened in between all the stuff that you care yeah. about and, you know, all before everything happened and the shit hit the fan. Like, there's still the Watchmen and the comedian's still around, but he's starting to turn into a really big jackass. At least, maybe it's gonna, like, it'll finish. Like, their plan is, like, Gotham will finish with Bruce becoming Batman. Right. This will finish with the comedian killing whoever, or yeah. comedian dying. Uh, and so maybe that's what will be their finale. Uh-huh. Not this season, but it'll be their series finale they that had, they'll work up to. They had a list of people. I didn't write it down or anything that they've already have set up as far as casting goes. Not necessarily in what role they're going to be portraying. Okay. But they do have like a laundry list of people that yeah. they already have officially set four characters in in that universe and everything too so i'm curious about how they're going to do with it there's a lot of i think like a lot of cool characters like admendius yeah i think they if they expanded on like because a lot of times especially in like the actual like in the movie that they made yeah. or in the comics and stuff they give you a little bit of insight about like what's going on in his fucking head yeah but like they could really expand on like who he is as a character why he came to that point yeah. and what happened that like pushed him over the edge well, to make everything end up being the way that it is and you don't ever i guess if you think about it the prequels are very prequely that made those i didn't read all of them so i might be wrong and you guys yeah, i've only got i only got a couple but the prequels to me are how they led up to becoming superheroes Sure. And then also, like, the Minutemen thing from before uh-huh. they were all... Which I don't want to see a show on that. That doesn't really intrigue me that much. And then you get... They're already... They were a group and they broke up. The bands broke up by the time Watchmen kicks off. Right. So, you could definitely show, give give me... My characters are already characters. Show me them meeting up. Give me the, the Justice League in a way better version than the Justice League gave right. us. Yeah. Like, give me the team getting together and how they work together. Yeah. Because we don't ever really... We get snippets yeah, of it, but we don't ever is, see them. Yeah, you never see anybody together in action fighting yeah. alongside another, other than, like, you see Night Owl and uh, Rorschach fighting yeah. alongside, like, a couple different times. And uh, What's-Her-Face. Yeah. And I like to see the uh, the weird vampire dude villain, like... Mm-hmm. Like in his prime, like really doing shit, that'd be cool. Yeah. So the, there, I de- there definitely is a, is a call to do something. But my thing was just not, like a, Alan Moore's still around. He could have at least helped them be like, you he should do it. it. You know what I mean, though. Yeah. I, I just, I, I'm pretty sure he was. He's the one who said, "You should never do anything with this text besides just let it be what it is." Like, my other thing. He's weird though. My other side to that is though. Seeing as how where we're at now with Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. um, all of the writers that HBO has, including some of the people that you know, not just work directly for HBO, but just, just writers they've gotten for the for the series itself, yeah, uh, and the showrunners, they write some of the episodes too. Uh, David Bennyweiss and David, I can't think of whether they're both David though. The Davids. The Davids. Um, but they they write some of the stuff episodes too, and now we're to a point where most of last season and all of this season coming up are all and even bits of the season prior and season six they're all past what 
George R. R. Martin has written. Yeah. And see, you know, the book six isn't even coming out. Um, mm-hmm. He's had most of it written, according to him, anyway. Um, and then now he's actually doing a prequel, which I think they're going to. They said that they're doing prequel TV series based off of like They've different got, like, characters. Pilots of those out there, or they're working on. They're working on stuff. They said yeah. they're working on five series to kind of tie things. Hoping in that something it. will pass. Yeah, I'm sure his, his get, like, prequel book going. that he's writing is called Fire and Blood, and it's set like three or four hundred years prior to all the events that go on from gotcha. Book One of Game of Thrones. Yeah, and it's about the Targaryen house. Um, you know, all of the older members of the Targaryen mm-hmm. house. You know, hundreds of years back, and how they kind of came to be, and all of that stuff in in, in the realm. So that's what he's been working on, what he's going to have coming out this year. But he still doesn't have any context with anything that's from Book Six or past that. And HBO, as far as I'm concerned, those show writers, the show runners, have all been doing a really good job. Yeah. And they're they're getting, I guess, little nudges from George R. R. Martin here and there, but mm-hmm. not really hardly anything. I mean, he's not heavily, heavily involved in the writing process. No, so yeah. seeing the amount of like those He's almost taking that showrunner kind of aspect of like, I'm just making sure you're in the right yeah. realm. Yeah, you're somewhat in the ballpark of kind of what I might have had in mind yeah. or something like that. But you're going to write mm-hmm. basically the you're bulk of the story. You're doing what you're supposed to do, yeah. And they're doing a great job with it. So I think that if anybody has you know any kind of a say of how things should be written, HBO is a great place for The Watchmen to go. Yeah. Seeing you know they have really good writers. You know, Westworld being yeah. from the book translation mm-hmm. over to show and stuff was great as well. So, yeah. um, Everybody's wanting to do some prequel shit, though. You got... The Harry Potter's doing their mm-hmm. stuff. You got Amazon doing potentially a prequel-y version of Lord of the Rings where mm-hmm. they're following maybe Aragorn, I think is the last thing I heard. Yeah. Did you see the budget for that? Well, they they spent a quarter million just to get the rights. Just to get the rights, but yeah. did you see the budget for it? No, I did it? not see It's that. like a billion. Really? Like more more than that. Like they said total arc-wise they would be willing to spend like 1.2 or $1.3 billion. And I was just like, that is fucking insane amount of money going on oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure people want to i mean i haven't had prime for especially six months i think i I mean i've been considering it because it seems like prime sweetening their deal they're realizing that they can't like just lean on one thing and the crappy part about it is that they they, he is increasing it you know it's like 100 gonna be 120 yearly if you do the yearly you can do a monthly now though too it's 13 yeah 12 or 13 a month right now if you do the 120 i mean it's gonna be cheaper in the long run i guess or whatever but uh, yeah, they're gonna have all of their new original series. You get all that stuff. Twitch has the Twitch so Prime services Twitch Prime, and yep. stuff. So uh-huh. if you're a Twitch Prime member and you're wanting to sub to somebody's channel that you're a really big fan of, they give you that for free every month. So yeah. you don't have to spend a five, you know, five dollar yeah. bill or anything like that. And they give you free games and stuff as well now yeah. too, and free loot and for book. other games and stuff too. Yeah, books and stuff. They give book. They give book. Uh, what I don't understand is why they split out their music. That was really kind of a, a dumb thing. I don't know. It's really weird. Is they're like, well, you're not going to get that with it. It's like, right. well, what's it really costing you more to give me my the music for for that as well? Which I don't use. I use the Google Music, which they're turning their shit all crazy with YouTube Music. is uh-huh. going to be... Everything's all turning I've been trying to read, YouTube to read that, which YouTube, they've got to do... Mewtwo. YouTube music. YouTube music. Uh, they got to do something uh, to their YouTube music app because it fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. News stuff. Uh, the other last thing that I had written down as far as the topics go, unless you have anything else. I got was, a few things, but you go ahead. Uh, the new trailers also came out for Call of Duty Black Ops 4 and Battlefield 5. 
both games look fine. I, as far as I'm concerned, I feel like Black Ops 4 looks graphically impressive as just as much as what World War II did last year. Battlefield 5 looks like they've changed some stuff the engine, so it doesn't look exactly like Battlefield 1, but they have had a couple years to work on stuff. They didn't... They're not annual like Call of Duty is. They, okay. they wait and do shit. Battlefield 5 looks like it's going to be set in World War II, and the other rumors of it is that they're going to have Battle Royale modes for everything. What's that like? Fortnite stuff? Fortnite and PUBG. I gotta say Fortnite. Fortnite and PUBG. So... What's my, PUBG? PUBG, Player Unknown Battleground. It's, it's another game. It's been out. It was out before Fortnite. That's what started the battle royale. Battleground. Craze. Battlegrounds. Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Is that like it looks like uh, like uh, spray paint? No. 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 Oh, it's something different. Probably. I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> Probably is something. Uh, I got a different brain. It's this thing. <laughs> but here's my. I just wanted to kind of have like a brief little spiel about it. I I like Battle Royale. You don't get me wrong. I think it's fun for what it is. I don't think every fucking game needs a Battle Royale <laughs> mode. And I'm pretty sure that with the success of Fortnite, PUBG, and some of the other games that have been trying to start doing, you know, just new ones that yeah. have just been trying to kickstart themselves into a new, like, craze or sure, whatever. Yeah. It haven't worked, really. No. Those are, the two games the that have, those are the two games that have actually, like, kind of, sucked in everybody of those uh, this is PUBG and Fortnite. Yeah. But with that being a potential through that, I am I'm, I'm assuming this year's E three is literally gonna be flooded with everybody saying, Hey, fucking Mario Kart, right? Battle Royale mode now. Yeah. Uh you know, you love uh Burger Time. Burger Time, we're gonna remake the game. There's gonna it's be Battle Royale it's an old old game. <laughs> Nintendo and arcade. I just meant I'm just like yeah. everything's gonna have a fucking Mario, battle royale trying royale, to yeah. saturate and get into that market and see if something sticks so that way they can get popular and everything. And I'm like, I'm already sick of it. Yeah. That's yeah. my opinion. They're like, a lot of people are high on it and everything. And I said, don't get me wrong, they're fun games, but they're like, I heard somebody on another podcast explain it this way. Whenever you play PUBG, imagine, I think it was Rooster Teeth, Rooster Teeth podcast or something. So imagine you're playing a game Fortnite Red or Blue. Yeah, they, they, ah, they, they, I they, know did, they did Red versus Blue. So imagine you're playing a game of Fortnite or PUBG or something yeah. like that. You have the one, you know, one versus ninety nine. You're playing solo or something like that. They, they, that game is like we'll say like this game's a hundred percent fun. So we're gonna <laughs> since there's, you know, since there's this many of you, we're gonna chop that hundred percent up, and I'm gonna give you about like maybe ten percent of the fun. You get ten percent of the fun. That guy's yeah. gonna get you know ten percent of the fun. You know, everybody, yeah. you know, there's there's a lot of people that are just going to die really fast in the thing. They're not going to make it or whatever. Yeah. So you're going to get 10% of the fun, which means that out of that 100% of the time that you're playing, you're going to be collecting loot. You're going to be getting all this gear. You're going to be sneaking. You're yeah. going to be trying to, you know, be sneaky and try and get further and further in the game. But then that extra 10% that you're going to have where you're actually playing the game and fighting other people yeah. is going to last for about like maybe five minutes. Yeah. Okay. And then, you, then, then you die. And then yeah. after you die, you go back to the main menu, uh -huh. and you wait for the game to load for another 10 to 15 minutes, mm -hmm. and then you have another 10% of fun. To me, I'm just like, I would rather play something I know I'm going to have the 100% fun yeah. with. It's just, it's not a waste of time, because like I said, it is fun people to a certain extent, it, yeah. and people do dig it, obviously. I mean, <clears> the games are making a fucking ton of money. Oh, yeah. So much money. Like, Fortnite just announced... Just as a, in general, for games uh, like tournaments and stuff that they do online this year, yeah. they're netting out 
like just pulling aside over a hundred million dollars that they're going to be giving away in these small tournaments. That's crazy. Total. You know, just over the course yeah. of stuff. Like, like this one, this tournament's going to be worth a hundred thousand well, yeah, dollars. This one's going to be worth a hundred. They just dropped season four. Like every season, you're dropping like eighty bucks just to get all of your to get all your tiers. Not even. I mean, you only pay ten dollars, ten dollars per season, and you get a specific uh, whatever. You know, you, you can get in that top tier so you can level up your character and faster or whatever. Yeah. But, but the game itself for battle royale to get all your for, dances and yeah, all that yeah yeah everything and you could pay extra too to get specific emotes and stuff because it's yeah. it's got that kind of a pay to win uh, mentality for yeah. specific things and most of that stuff's cosmetic it's the same way with PUBG too yeah. there's nothing in the game that you're that going you have to get have. from any kind of a loot drop that's going to do anything for you other yeah. than they're like my guy's wearing this shirt that's got pink stripes on it yeah and your guys is just wearing a fucking plain white tee how would a fucking normal pleb you are yeah i had no idea until like i downloaded the game just to see what it was about and mm -hmm. i was like i didn't have to pay money to play this game right it's for free yeah and i was like why are people paying and then i finally real, i got it like i was like oh yeah. so it's gonna like if you play regular and you don't pay for anything yeah. which is arguably just as fun you don't get the cosmetics mm -hmm. you don't get the boosts for leveling faster yeah. or any of that kind of shit or whatever but like but if you just the did, first, like, like after, you, after and... you got like five levels yeah. you get an emote you get like a cool little dance yeah. after you got to the next like 15 levels and you're at level 20 then you get a nice little emblem or something yeah whereas if you were to pay the ten dollars you'd be like Every single level, you get like, oh, now you've got like a twenty percent experience boost. You got three dances. You got they're just gonna fucking throw shit at you because <laughs> yeah. you gave me money. Yeah, and there's so much money that they're making. Oh, but at crazy. the same time, it's just Nuts. like it's one of those games that's just like everything that I'm getting is cosmetic and it has nothing to do with the game that's going to <laughs> no. help me be no, any better at this game. And people just throwing fucking cash at yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. See, I get it's it to not... a certain extent because whenever I'm playing like Destiny, of course, you know, I want my gun to look fucking rad and stuff. But I spent a lot of time to get that gun because that gun fires better than a lot of the other guns yeah. that are in the game. And I don't have to pay extra money to get that yeah. gun. I just worked hard for it. Yeah. But it actually does something. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be like, oh, cool. I'm going to try and save up some of this, like, bright dust or whatever you get. And I'll get this little skin or something that makes my gun look even cooler or whatever yeah. from that. But. But it also fits into, I mean, we're a little older, and this is where we'll we'll show our our not so old, but our our age a little bit is that yeah. we aren't of we're not of the generation we are of the generation that earned that cool thing in the video game, not we just bought that cool thing in the right. video game, and so that it just doesn't fit our need. There's two things I have to say about these things. One, I don't like fucking people. I don't like people in general for the most part. So to have to interact with people and play a video game with them isn't super exciting for me. I like fucking people. <laughs> and two, I like a story. I don't want to run out and run a battle royale. I want to I want to play a storyline. I want right. to I want to get that entertainment out of it that is a is a story like a a God of War. I'd rather play God of War any day because I want to see a cool story in the midst right. of it all and, and not just run out for 5 minutes doing the thing. battle royale scene and the multiplayer things taking off. A lot of people are saying they feel like single player gaming is dying. That the story uh, that comes with you know yeah. kind of a just regular single player story yeah. is just dying out, and to me the fact that still to this day right now the number one top Sony selling property is now God of War it outsold yeah. Last people of Us it sold outsold yeah. Uncharted yeah people of course they want story this game came out 
sold its game for $60 just like everybody else does. Yeah. And they gave you 40 to 70 hours of content. Movie and, content. Movie yeah, quality. Movie quality content. Yeah. Even the side shit plays like a fucking movie and has unique yeah. stories and stuff too. Absolutely. And it's amazing. And before the game came out, they went gold, which is selling a million copies of the okay. game. So they, so they went gold. Pre-sell. Pre-sell. Wow. They went gold before it actually came out, which everybody kind of anticipated. It's God yeah. of War. It's what, but the then fourth one after it came out, whenever it hit day three of Souls, it was already over three million. That's crazy. So that many more people went out and purchased it, and it's just grown exponentially. Yeah. I mean, that's six, what, whatever 60 times yeah. that uh, math would be. Stuff. Three million, even that's that's an insane amount of money to get back. I mean, that's that's probably the money that they spent into the, actually developing the game yeah. back already the from week. the first week, yeah. easily. Yeah, and then they've just been making nothing but money since yeah. then. It's bundled in with consoles. It's selling stuff for Sony. Yeah, and they're selling more more game copies. That is that too. exclusive, or they got that on Xbox too? It is an exclusive. Cool, good. Yeah, God of War is always an exclusive. It's a Sony property. Good for that. Santa Monica Studios is the company that actually makes the game. Gotcha. But it is through Sony Interactive okay. inter Entertainment. Yeah, I just I I dig my story, and I'm I'm weird and awkward, uh, which is why I talk behind a microphone and not like to people in in live situations, is because. I don't want to be like, would you like to play a game with me? And I I get that. You know, like, the only time... Because I'm that way, too. I don't like I don't like going to really big venues and playing games with yeah. complete strangers that I don't know kind of a thing. I liked it whenever I was younger. I liked going to land centers and stuff. But the whole point of going to a land center was that I was going with a group of friends. You already knew them. We already knew the people that I was going to be sitting in the room yeah. with <laughs> playing against the complete strangers, just like Xbox Live. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I've got other friends you now to this day that are, you know... They have some kinds of social anxieties, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. We don't have to hang out in person. We can hang out on Xbox Live, talk yeah. to each other all the time, and do that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And like I said, anymore, if I was going to do a LAN and I wanted to have people over here at the house or something to play, mm -hmm. it would just be friends. There's nothing socially yeah. awkward about it or whatever. It's just yeah. having a group of people Absolutely. I already know and I talk to all the time just around to hang out. And my skills aren't very good, so I like to play a, a solo game. So that I don't have to like be like, oh, sorry, I let you down <laughs> on my, my guy on oh. my team. I I scored a goal for the wrong team. That's, no, but I, I feel like there are probably per people out there that are way worse. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh? Have you uh? I I have been following the beginning talks of PlayStation Five, and uh, and just kind of how that goes. But I guess I read something very like first thing this morning where they're like. We're probably still about three years away from PlayStation Five. Yeah, I, I think it's like, that's crazy because I would think that right now it's to a point. The only thing that they I don't I don't know if they would make another PlayStation right now. They've already put so much money money into the Pro. Yeah, the Pro can do 4K gaming. It can't stream 4K content though. Is the bad part. I got you. So that's why the Xbox One X had to one up on them. Like it's a little okay. bit better in every way. It's a little bit faster. It has a little bit everything. Everything's bumped up, and it can do true 4K on everything. So I can play an Ultra Blu-ray disc in the Xbox One. X. I see. And, you know, I, I can watch all of that stuff. All the games are in true 4K that are starting to come out that are first-party titles. Yeah. Um, the, most of those are in 4K, and they're going back and even trying to remaster some of the stuff to make it to where it can be bumped up to uh, 4K resolution and oh, stuff okay. as well, too. Um, I, I think that it probably is truly premature to see them, because they both they, they both pump that out like year behind year. So, like, 
November last year was whenever we got the Xbox One X. The year prior to that was whenever we got the PS4 Pro. Oh, okay. I don't I don't see us getting like a PS4 Pro Plus. Where they're, they're just not like doing something else. It's the yeah. exact same stuff that's in it, but now we can actually play 4K, you know, HD. That was just like to me. I'm just like. Yeah, but I'm it's, I'm using you to play the games and stuff anyways. If yeah. I was gonna do that, I've already got the Xbox One. Yeah, X. now why would I go back player if you're really needing it that yeah. bad? But, or uh, you know, if it's gonna stream content and stuff, I, I don't see them actually doing that because I, they're they're so focused on. There's so much stuff packed inside of these consoles now yeah. that there's there's like a not not there is a benchmark, but we've not hit that benchmark yet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. stuff is. There's there's new engines that they're developing all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, month after month, you see a new game that'll be coming out that they've developed in a brand yeah. new engine somebody's made that makes the graphics look even more phenomenal. But somehow it's still going to run on these it's consoles working, and stuff yeah. because they haven't hit that big huge like this is as good we as it's possibly that. going to yeah. get kind of a thing. Yeah. So yes, it looks amazing and stuff looks crazy, but there's still probably some thresholds that they've yet to have to like pass through. Sure, yeah, and and it seemed like. And initially, when they started talking about it, it, was that fiscally it looks like PlayStation Four is reaching a certain level where it kind of tapers off, mm-hmm. like the sales of the the console itself is like everybody that's got a PlayStation Four has one. Everyone that was gonna upgrade to the Pro has one. So right. now it's time to start talking about the new thing because that's what you do, I guess. Yeah. But but then I was like, because I was like, oh shit, I just bought my PlayStation Four like what a year and a half ago, a year ago or right. so. Uh, but then they're, that just means they're starting to talk about development, I guess. And yeah, I, the think, five is still... I almost think that they're constantly in a development cycle. They're always having to think about what's going to, to be next sense. because they have to be able to be prepared to do that. Yeah. Especially with those two companies, you know, Sony and Microsoft, yeah. competing back and forth with one another of who's going to mm-hmm. have the biggest thing because Nintendo's over here like, they're you know, 1080p is <laughs> fine and our games look cool as shit. They're just going to be more entertaining to play. And you know we got our own thing they've going got, on, so don't I've worry about us. That, that they've got their yeah. entire. They even showed world. Uh, yesterday. They, they it wasn't an official official announcement. They showed on some Japanese website that there was a bundle for the Switch that is going to come without the dock. So basically, just people that want to buy it for a handheld thing only, yeah. you can buy it for like two fifty, and uh-huh. you don't have to have a dock with it. Cool. Still have the power stuff and everything with it, yeah. the Joy-Cons and whatnot, mm-hmm. but you can get it for 50 bucks less that way. Wow. And it even has, like, a game or something included in it now huh. or whatever. But I think they're probably going to end up having, like, a price drop with that. I feel like, not yet, because, you know, the the Switch came out in March of 2017, so yeah. we're a little over a year of it. Mm-hmm. I don't see us having another version of the Switch, but... I don't see them changing up the format of what they have yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe not this year, but maybe next year. I could see them announcing something like a Switch Pro type thing where it now will do like 4K graphics or the Switch Pro will have like a tablet screen that's like 10 inch. You okay. know what I mean? Like a do bigger like a screen heavier. and stuff like that. Yeah. So you can have something like a 7 now? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. yeah. So, or, or even, you know, like 8.5 or something. Yeah. Something that's the size of like an iPad mini yeah. or something instead. So that you have a little bit of a bigger screen to watch on and the resolution on the screen instead of being 720p will be like 1080. Okay. And then whenever you dock it, it sure. has the capabilities of maybe doing 4K or something. Well, and then what are they going to do with their handheld? Because it kind of seems like the DS is, they're done with that. Like, is that the... They're still like making games for it. And that's what fucking baffles me. Because I thought they you were kind of like... That, like they're like, because now they're almost going to get to the point to where if they pump down their price and they make it like, we'll say 250 by holiday season this yeah. year, 
for a switch and with a dock for a, and 200 with a dockless for a dockless one you get like a 200 or something for it yeah and yeah a dsxl or a 3ds xl uh, the new one it will be like at yeah, 180 or whatever yeah like a 20 dollars difference why would you not splurge and get the switch yeah you know it's almost like getting to that point to where it, I, I Which maybe that's I, their intention maybe they're Maybe they want to go to one console, then, yeah. um, one versatile console at some point. They want and that's what I've always world. thought, but it's just like, there are still developers that make specific games, and they, they'll just develop it only for that console. Whether they be like action RPGs, you know, like the, or not even action RPGs, but like your games like Professor Layton yeah. or uh, Ace Attorney, Phoenix Wright, Ace mm -hmm. Attorney. Um, those types of games and stuff like that, they just consistently keep making them for the 3DS. There's never been a huh. port for a console for a Layton or anything like that. Will they... Do you think there's a, a potential where they come out with a a converter or something? Where how What's the card difference size between the Switch game and the... The X, 3DS the games game. are actually bigger. That's what I thought. Yeah, the carts on the, uh, the Switches are substantially smaller. And they've got a... My, this is completely off topic of it, but we did it on a on a GGB episode. Whenever they the switch first came out, they've got a nanoparticle coating on the switch uh, cartridges. Yeah, that they're basically intended for like kids, toddlers to not put them in their mouth and try to swallow like them. They smell. They taste. Bad. They taste fucking horrible. <laughs> I would look at. I, I, I licked it. I licked it. <laughs> me and all of us licked it. We licked it on the podcast. It was me and uh, me and Dallas and Keith. We all licked it. We were just like, oh, oh. I was like, oh, I see now. That's I awesome. see. It's awful. It's, it's horrible. It's like when you uh, try to eat a... Uh, it was like... frogs that have the poison on the back. It, it, was, it was like just... It was like you... I think this is probably how I described it, honestly, <laughs> in the episode. I was like, it was like you like sprayed like a bunch of window cleaner, like Windex or something with like mm -hmm. ammonia and stuff on it. And then a big bunch of splashback came back and ate in the mouth. It just tasted like fucking chemical. <laughs> like it's okay to be in your mouth. That's the whole point. Because that, that coating is meant to like... It's okay to be in your mouth, but it's going to taste horrible. But it tasted like I was eating something from the underside of a kitchen sink. That's awesome. It's gross. Like I'll it. let you look it later. Like it. <laughs> I'll let you look one of them mm. later. Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, other things I've got. Um, I don't really have anything else. We can move on to our uh, let's spoil things. Oh! This let's is spoil some stuff. The uh, segment of the show where we spoil some shit. So this is a good time to... Uh, Turn off your podcast at uh, roughly about a hour and a half into it. Um, if you if you don't want to learn about the Avengers: Infinity War or Deadpool two, shut the shit off. Yeah, if you want to hop back in for uh, the Shad question or discussion of the day, check it back in roughly around like one hour fifty minutes, uh, maybe two hours. Just check it. Depends on how long we we'll let you out. know. We'll let you know. <laughs> you just guess, and and we'll go from there. We'll try. Uh, All right. One, so, uh, two, three. Spoils. Spoiler. Uh, Avengers was good. Yeah. People died. Yeah. That's what I. Uh, I asked them. I was like, uh, I was like, what happened? And they're like, a lot of death. And I was like, don't tell me that shit. And they're like, well, it just it is. And I was like, okay. So, you did know, you ever, going in... Did you read Infinity War or anything like that, or any of those arcs no, beforehand? No, I didn't, I didn't read any of the Infinity Gauntlet uh, things, just like I didn't really read any of the Civil War stuff before sure. that. Um, and honestly, I don't know why I cared, but at some point I decided, I don't want this movie spoiled for me. Right. Um, typically I don't care. 
we're going to talk about Deadpool 2 in a little bit. I haven't seen it yet, and uh, we'll just we'll chat it up. It doesn't really matter. Uh, it's not, not something I really hang on to, but for some reason, uh, I just felt like I wanted to, cause I felt like there were going to be important deaths. Right. And so I was like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm so, gonna hide it. I'm gonna protect myself. And then it comes to find out and really care. There was nothing, there was no death in that, that I really cared about. Really? Yeah. Which death would you have cared about? Let's just go from there. I'm um, going to also open this jolt cola. Do it. We're also sponsored by Chocola. <laughs> um, well, because let's go through the deaths. We have Loki, mm-hmm. first and foremost, and then uh, who's Idris I'm, Elba. I'm, I'm guessing is perma dead. Yeah, I think. I, I think, think anything that's pre snap, pre snap we'll is, is perma dead. Including Gamora, unless they do something crazy to get her back. I agree. She's perma dead too. Yes. I think. So, so we got Loki. We got Idris Elba. Yeah. Uh, um, what's this? Heimdall. That's yeah. his name. Heimdall is dead. He's a Heimdall. And uh, m- most of the rest of the Asgardians that were left. <laughs> yeah. They don't have names. Um, I want to know what happened to Korg. Soldier 1. Because did Korg Soldier. die and all that? No, they didn't show Korg. I think that's something that's like on purpose. And, they didn't uh, show and Korg Valkyrie. and Valkyrie. They were both not there. Is there going to be like a Korg and Valkyrie movie? Like, movie? Like, <laughs> just I, I feel like they're going to be just like uh, Ant-Man and... Uh, Hawkeye, they weren't in there either. They, they were just I think they not were, available. They, the I think they even said at one point in time that whenever... They said something about Scott and Clint. They were like, we're Scott and Clint, and they said something about they took they a job. They weren't on or, a job. Yeah, they're yeah. on a mission on their own. Yeah. And I think that's that mission on Set their own is going to... Ant-Man and the Wasp. Potentially, or like maybe the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp is whenever we find out, like, that's the reason you were on this mission and why it was so, so important because... This is gonna help us do this, yeah, or something, you know. Yeah, I don't know what that would be, but maybe that they'll actually do mm-hmm. something with Ant Man and make him like kind of important all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, or maybe Not like he's gonna have maybe the Hawkeye or, or something. Yeah, Hawkeye. <laughs> he's just gonna like I'm gonna take one for the team, guys, and actually like just die. <laughs> um, who? So so those two. Uh huh. Gamora. Yep. Is that all pre snap? Yes. So, I don't I think I don't. I guess Gamora maybe is probably the only one that was like, oh, like she's part of a team. Loki was gonna die. He's already died once, and kind of, and yeah. uh, and whatever. And then, um, and some people were tore up about Edris Elba, but like, I don't know. Heimdall had like a kind of a fan following. Two people thing dug from it. from there, but uh, but I didn't. That one didn't really bother me. Who would your your question was who would have who would have died that would have really actually meant something uh, to me and you know just kind of going through I guess maybe I think people are taking the the pre snap or the post snap as legitimate deaths some people are sure but uh, but other yeah, than so. that um, it would just be oh vision yeah, died. vision well see we I already knew from the comic books though like. From the comic book series, he can live without the Mind Stone in his body. But whenever like all the color left his body, he comes back. But he's like colorless vision. Like he's like all white and silver. Uh, okay. And he's still the same person. Like it's in there. Like he's he's still alive in there and I stuff. And can and has some like abilities and stuff like strength and whatnot yeah. still. But he can't do a lot of the other crazy shit he was doing with the stone. Let oh I know if they would have actually killed Tony Stark. 
That That's, I feel good. like they're gonna save the big death like Tony or Captain. They're killing Captain for, next movie for the next movie. One of them. I have. I mean. They haven't said it, but but Chris Evans has said that that's his last movie. So, I imagine that they're gonna give that a big death. Then I felt like they was gonna do it with Tony because they have what? Who's the what's the name of the chick that's in Tony's suit? Oh, the um, girl now. I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I feel like like Tony's gonna die, and something's going to happen that'll lead toward somebody either being a new Iron Man or just maybe just War Machine or something. Yeah. And then Tony Stark will be the AI. Yeah, well, like, on the... On, like, Fat Man on Batman, they were saying, like... Because they've got Ironheart now in the comics, yeah. which is Riri Williams. Uh, but they, they could Riri. take... They could take Shuri... Is it Shuri? Uh, Black Panther's sister. Uh-huh. That she could be your Riri... And that she could actually be your iron heart and that he could be the voice in the suit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it could be really cool because that way, yeah. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. would still make a lot of money. Yeah. And he wouldn't have to act in there anymore yeah. other than just be a voice in that acting booth. Yeah, and he could do that for the next 20 years. Yep. If he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And it could be his retirement plan. Yep. Not that he needs one, but... No, not at all. So we've got uh, Loki, Heimdall, Gamora, Vision. Yeah. Uh, ones that died post snap. It looks like Black Panther, T'Challa, Spider Man, Peter Parker. That got people evidently like with his like his little I don't want to go, Mister Stark, like yeah. kind of thing. But I I teared up a bit. I wasn't it, buying it, that bullshit just because out of all of the other, all the other people, he seemed like because of his like spider sense and shit. He knew it was like happening well before everybody else. I didn't think about that. I feel like he like that's why he was like I don't feel so good when everybody, like, everybody else, else was just kind of like what's happening yeah and faded and he was just like i don't feel so good like he knew it before it even started cool. happening i never even thought about so i feel that. like his spider sense is just like he already had the sense of like i'm about to fucking die yeah. right now and there's nothing i can do about it That's and cool. he didn't want to leave yeah i did not think about that so that made it extra sad to me whenever i was watching mm-hmm. it. uh dr strange i wasn't really sad about that at all yeah i'm not a dr strange fan i like dr strange he's cool yeah once soldier i don't like that guy bucky no Oh. Doctor Strange, the uh, actor. Benedict Cumberbatch, Snatch. Yeah, yeah, he's not really. I don't. Not that I don't like. There's no hate for him. It's just like he doesn't really do it for me. I got you. I like him, and I like his delivery of, as a uh, as Doctor Strange. Okay. I like Bucky Barnes only because I eventually I really like the comparisons of him and Mark Hamill, like looking similar, mm-hmm. and like the fact that like. If we could get the solo and the and the guy who plays Bucky Barnes to like meet up and have a Han and Luke adventure younger, that would be pretty cool. That would be cool. And that has nothing to do with him being Bucky Barnes. It just the guy seems alright. Uh, but I also thought it would be cool that like from this sense, if uh, Captain does die mm-hmm. in the next movie, yeah. That'd be cool if Bucky just picks up the shield, yeah, and he becomes like the new Captain America yeah. kind of a thing. I think that would be kind of neat. I think they did that in the comics at one point. Was yeah. there was a there was a Captain America Bucky Barnes kind of thing? Uh, Scarlet Witch. I liked her more this movie. Mm-hmm. She kind of she kind of did it for me in a way that uh, I don't know. I'm a I'm a fan of Elizabeth Olsen and I general. like her in general. She's too, my favorite yeah. Olsen. She's, yeah, easily. <laughs> but uh, she like Scarlet Witch was the bomb I can't diggity. Think of the name of it now. There was a movie that she did that was a horror movie. I have it here oh, yeah? on DVD. I can't think of what it's called. It's Silent House. Hmm. Something. 
I do. Okay. I'll have to look it up real quick. Look that up. But uh, you know, just going through, I really dug uh, the movie in general. The way that it tied everything together, the way that they picked up the beats of all the different characters, and it didn't feel like it was pieced together. It felt like it was a, uh, like it was a, a full movie, and that was that was nice. Right. That was nice. I do have to say that. Um, I'm yeah, about Silent House. Silent House. That movie is pretty fucking cool. Cool. I have to check. I it. recommend it. That's not where they're in the house with the guy who is blind. No, that is not that one. Okay. Uh, but I I watched that movie too. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, the uh, but I the if we go all the way to the very end, the end credit scene, I realized that Captain Marvel. My time. And if I put a value on my time. They're gonna have to get way cooler with their end credit scenes because I realize that they're just little PS scenes. They don't. I want them to mean something to the storyline. Yeah. And they don't. They don't. They don't have anything super cool. Um, they used to be like, oh shit, but now like, there's ten minutes worth of credits that I gotta sit through. Give me something more than like, I know there's a Captain Marvel movie and the news has been out that Captain Marvel is gonna be in the fourth Avengers movie. Yeah. Give me something better. Yeah. Give me or I mean, just do more than just the one like have snippets in between yeah. the credits to make you kind of want to stay around yeah. I like whenever they do yeah. that in movies who did they did that in uh, they do that in the X-Men movies maybe yeah like they'll they'll give you a little bits and pieces here and there they did it in they did it in Deadpool too yeah the first one and the second one yeah. they did it with both of those which one had Mr. Sinister in it was it at the end of the last uh, was it Apocalypse that they had like yes. the beginnings of it, and Mr. then I've heard Sinister's that there. that's part of the uh, that's the next X Men's Dark Phoenix. Yeah, so that'll be that saga, and I guess he's gonna be in there as a villain too as well. Did they uh, PS scene in Deadpool two anything, Mister Sinister? I thought no. I read something about that. No, nope, no, 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 no Mister Sinister. We had all the Guardians die except for Rocket, <laughs> which was just kind of weird. Like every single one of them died. Yeah, like Groot, Star Lord, all of them. Just, yeah. I mean, it they, was, just, they just died. I know. I mean, I, I understand that they'll they'll be back. Which I guess much, the, the, but I'm just I just thought it was just kind of Rocket played good, uh, chilling out with Thor. Thor's just good. They figured they finally figured out Chris Hemsworth and what to do with him. I feel like it is a nod to Ghostbusters. Like him being in Ghostbusters was like, here's how you be funny, and then they're like, oh shit, he can be funny. Cool, let's do that in Thor too, and mm-hmm. so. They've continued that 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 streak with him, and they can totally keep doing that. Um, I think that Thor's just finally getting started in what he can do, and of all of the people that are the the uh, characters that are probably going to end after Avengers four, I think Thor will be one that sticks around uh, longer than even. I mean, maybe you'll get a Tony Stark voice, but you won't have Tony Stark in person. You won't have Captain America in person. You won't have the Hulk at some point in time. But I think Thor will stick around. Because I think they're just now figuring that character out. I think that's pretty much it. Nick Fury and Maria Hill. But that was like the end credit scene yeah. that we talked about already too. I like Maria Hill. Only because I like Colby Smolders. Because Colby! Uh, I'm a big uh, How I Met Your Mother fan. And mm-hmm. she was in that whole thing. So I uh, like her for other things. Do you have anything else in the story-wise context or um, any of the characters or anything else that you want to touch on? I went pee during a part. Uh, There's a... Oh, I forgot. James Gunn said that whenever... Uh, 
whenever Groot is dying and fading away, uh-huh. whenever he says the I am Groot line thing to Rocket, that he is actually calling him dad. Huh. Because he thinks of Rocket as a father figure. Hmm. And then that was like, that. that's supposed to like make it even more sad. Because uh. he's just like, dad. And he's dead. <laughs> dad. Dad. Um, I, it, was, it was pretty cool when uh, when they did the whole, like, I liked the, the sequence of making the axe and seeing uh, What's-His-Fella as a giant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. He was a giant little person. Yeah. Which made it funny to me. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure was the reason they did that. The whole, like, the whole we're gonna Thor... We're going to make you a giant. The whole <laughs> Thor aspect of this entire movie and stuff like that. Like the, I've lost everything and all that shit. Like tearing him down. Yeah. Only to give him Stormbreaker and make him fucking 50,000 times cooler. Yeah. Like using the Bifrost, slamming down on the planet. Uh-huh. Like the only person that actually did anything to Thanos. Like yeah. fucking cleaving him in the heart. Uh-huh. That was... All awesome. Yeah, that was Stormbreaker's cool as shit. Too. Yeah, <laughs> Groot's arm. Yeah, it's the Groot's, handle. Well, I thought it was cool that they did that explanation too with it. Like he's like a descendant of the tree of life, the Yigstra. Oh, really? Whatever. And that's what they they said that in the movie that. too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like he, he came here. from the tree. Like his he's a descendant of part of the tree of life from Yigstra, and that's why his arm was able to be the uh, handle of Stormbreaker. Okay. Cool. Yeah, um, overall, good movie. Uh, give it a, a good solid... I'm feeling halvesies tonight, so I'm going to do like a seven and a half. Seven and a half? I'd give it a probably a good eight, eight and a half. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I am uh, I think I'm I'm getting to my apex of comic book movies, unfortunately. Yeah, it's starting to cap out It's now. like, ugh, I need, I need something, so hopefully something a, more. Hopefully the finale of Avengers 4, whatever they're going to end up calling it, yeah. will, will kind of bring us to that i'm digging that i'm curious what the name's going to be since they were like we're not going to release the name yeah that's not because it's going to be a spoiler now or whatever it's going to be a spoiler to what happens in infinity war oh avengers thanos is dead (laughs) yeah Yeah. death of Thanos, unless they call it a death of something death of the avengers yeah oh let's talk about deadpool 2 deadpool 2 so you haven't seen it i have not you don't want me to spoil stuff i don't care are you sure yeah i really don't care so it's funny uh, <laughs> Damn it! Can't believe you told me that. I still don't think it's as good as Deadpool One. But it doesn't have Tim Miller on the helm of it as the writer director. But but it still is really really good too though. Um, it has the same kind of like opening credit sequence where they did the kind of funny bit, you know, yeah. like where they had like in the first one it was just like the the writers, yeah. the real the real heroes here, and that's yeah. instead of names and stuff. They did that too. Cool. Um, the beginning of the movie kind of starts with him doing this, like, he's going after a bunch of uh, Japanese Yakuza-type people or whatever is like, a hit job type okay. thing, because that's what he's, he starts doing is just, like, he's just going to do the hitman thing now, okay. trying to get money. Um, he comes home late on anniversary of him and his girlfriends. They're the, stuff. the same lady. Yep, there. same chick. Cool. And uh, right out the gate, people come in and they kill her. Oh. And she's dead, like, at the beginning of the movie. And he's, like, so heartbroken over it that he's trying to do absolutely everything he can to kill himself. Okay. Um, so Which like he can't. No. So. so at the beginning of the movie, he's, like, he gets, like, 12 fucking giant, I mean, like, oil barrels uh-huh. full of, like, kerosene, gasoline, whatever it is, even oil, whatever it may be. Yeah. Turns on, like, the stove's pilot light. 
uh, like lights a cigarette, smoking the cigarette, flicks the cigarette into one of the holes of the thing and just blows up. So like body parts fucking everywhere. Um, now does he grow more or does he come back together? How does the hit? They they sh- didn't really show that part okay. of that. I, I think don't know he ends up getting Deadpool. pieced together at that sequence because Colossus ends up coming and like helping him. Oh, okay. Takes him back to the school. Um, there's a really funny sequence in the school too where he's just like, why is it that every single time I'm at this goddamn school, all of the fucking beeline of the of Were the X-Men, X-Men and stuff like that or whatever, and he's talking to Colossus this whole time, and then it like shoots the camera like over to this door that's like over to the right. They're just staring at each other, and it's fucking James McAvoy, <laughs> uh, Hugh Jackman, like all of the new really? cast and stuff from the new X-Men, and they're all just like staring at him, and James McAvoy's like in the chair. And they just like fucking close the door really fast. It's like literally like two seconds of seeing so them. So you get a wolf. They're just like there, and you're just like close the door immediately, and it's done. <laughs> you do get, so you do get a Wolverine in a Deadpool movie. Yeah, that's funny. They're all in there. Like Beast is in there too. Like they're yeah. all like a Beast is blue Beast. So they they probably I we were talking I think this week was it last weekend when we were when I said something about oh they probably mm-hmm. are just gonna like they were all filming Dark Phoenix and then mm-hmm. at the same time and just threw yeah, a shot in there I with guess, all the yeah, they, they, they were just there <laughs> um, Cable comes into play with uh, he's going after that kid Fire Fist is what the kid is supposed to be who he's supposed to be okay um, that kid is in an orphanage that is for basically like mutants and stuff and they're people that are like the the headmaster of the orphanage and all of the people that are like orderlies for it are all kind of like torturing them okay in a way like all these kids they're like 13 or younger and they're torturing all these little kids and so what happened in the context of like the timeline because cables from the future comes back to the past he goes through um the kids there the kid kills the headmaster in like a future okay and that's like where he first starts getting like a lust for blood type thing. So he's trying to stop it before. And that part he happens. goes through and he starts killing more and more people until the point where he kills Cable's wife and child. Okay. And that's why he's like total vengeance mode about it. He wants to stop him from doing everything by killing the kid before it all starts. Yeah. So he comes back into the past to do all of this. Makes sense. He brings his what his daughter has like a, a teddy bear that's like been burnt to shit from where the kids blown up their gotcha. apartment and stuff. And that's that comes into play later on too because after everything's said and done, the and the timeline ends up getting fixed, the teddy bear is like normal. Ah, so it's like oh, that's cool. his gauge. Yeah, kind of like the, a, like that, the Back to the Future has like the picture. It's like of we've his seen this movie stuff. before. Then yeah. on that level, we know what's gonna yeah. happen on that. So it's like this, that kind of a typical time travel-y type gotcha. thing. He's coming back. Deadpool feels like because this kid kind of has a connection to him, but he doesn't. He's kind of like fuck off, kid. I don't want to be where I'm not gonna be your friend, kind of a thing. Yeah. He kind of gets this connection with the kid. The kid tries to, like, kind of... The pyro kid? Yeah, because they end up getting in, like, a prison for mutants together at one point in time, and Cable comes in, and that's how they end up getting out of the prison. Ah, okay. Um, The kid gets away, or doesn't get away. Kid's still in the prison. Deadpool and Cable, like, fall out of the prison. You think Deadpool is, like, dying, basically, kind of a thing. Gotcha. Um... And it all kind of ties into, like, this, like I said, everything kind of ties into, like, a family context of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, which becomes more important as as things go on. Is he 
not in suit as much as he was in the last movie. It seems like a lot of the the, the trailers there's have a lot, a lot of, of sequences exposed where face. he is a po- exposed face and okay. stuff too. So there's a lot of sequence that's like that. Okay. Um, is it a slapsticky like, or is it because it seems like it's it's a little bit more story focused and action focused maybe than the first movie? The first movie has like a say, bunch of like there's so many one liners and so many like improv-y probably kind of things. I would uh, say it, it still has a lot of that flavor to it too. There is a lot of action, but there is a lot of storytelling too. Gotcha. I mean, it's not an origin story anymore. No. It's, it's just all about like this is the next adventure for yeah. Deadpool kind of. If thing. you came back in, keep not listening. Yeah, keep not listening. We're talking about Deadpool now. You already missed Avengers, so good on you. Yes. But if you don't want to hear more about Deadpool, then go away. <laughs> um, so. I'm trying to think of the context of whenever it all happens. Mm-hmm. The kid is on like this transit bus getting trained because the prisons explode, like destroyed. So they're on like him and all of these other prisoners. Like there's a, a running thing where Deadpool tells him like you to make it in the prison, you've got to be friends with the guy that's bigger and scarier than everybody else. Kind yeah. Of thing. So he starts trying to be friends with the guy that's bigger and scarier than everybody else. They just never show him okay. up until like almost closer toward the end of the movie who it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Juggernaut. Yeah, is it's really? Juggernaut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's cool. Like Juggernaut. Is it all like Tony Juggernaut? No, no. Oh. It's it's all like full CGI, like Colossus uh, okay. type. Gotcha. Um, but they go at one point in time. The they're trying to stop. That's whenever he gets the X Force. Uh, they're trying to stop this transport where the kid's at because they know Cable's trying to get to the kid. He's trying to stop. Cable from getting to the kid to try and like save the kid. Yeah. And that's when the whole X Force thing kind of comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to meet all the people. Uh, what's his face is there? I can't think of his name right now. Black guy. Terry. Terry Crews. Yeah. Terry Crews' character is there. Bill Skarsgård's in there. Oh, is he? He plays a uh, Zeke Geist, the character that like, spits acid or something. Okay. Um, Domino. Domino's in there. Yeah. Uh, Who's that in Atlanta? That's his girlfriend. Uh-huh. And then, uh, what's... Zazie Beats is her name, I think. Zazie Beats, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, she's awesome. I love that character. She's yeah. she's th- she's in it throughout the whole thing. Or okay. not, not the through whole thing. I like her a lot in the, in the Atlanta show. Yeah, she's so she's really good. she should be good. Um, but then they meet this guy. I can't think what his name was. He's invisible. Like an invisible person. Just oh, really? Invisible. Straight up. Yeah, straight up and just invisible dude. And then um, they got, like, the normal... Then they got the Peter dude. guy yeah, that's Peter there, too. Is. And... Everybody dies <laughs> except for Domino after they jump out of the plane. Oh, that sequence that you see where they're jumping out of the plane? They're saying, We don't know if we should do this. The wind's really bad. <laughs> and Deadpool's basically like, No, we got this. And he's invincible. We do this. And Domino's lucky. Yeah. So, that, so like, <laughs> you see him in the air and it's like that's like one of my favorite things one of them I think it's Zeke Geist or whatever you just see him like spinning in circles like in the parachute <laughs> like spinning in circles one of them like lands uh, the invisible guy lands in the power line and it makes him visible and it's Brad Pitt oh <laughs> it's actually like Brad Pitt plays that character that's funny. It's Brad Pitt for two seconds and then he's dead uh, <laughs> I forget what happens to Terry Crews' character uh, that guy, the invisible guys in the power lines, Terry Crews' character, I think, just like lands somewhere and like snaps his body in half. <laughs> uh, Zeke Geist lands in a wood chipper, and Peter runs over to try and save him, and they both go through the wood chipper. 
Oh, no, wait. Peter tries to save him. He goes through the wood chipper. Peter gets back on the highway, and he's just like, I'm glad you're here, Peter. And then he gets hit by a vehicle. And so Domino's the only one. She's, like, helping him do it. So X-Force becomes just Deadpool and Domino. Yeah. Um, Juggernaut gets out, uh, rips Deadpool in half. Literally rips him in half. And then uh, then it cuts to, like, him in... Uh, in uh, Blind Al's, like, apartment. And then everybody shows up all at once, basically. Colossus is there. She's the... Domino's there. Cable ends up coming in there, too. And, and Teenage Nega Sonic Warheads. Yeah, Teenage Nega Sonic Warheads there with her, her girlfriend. You find okay. out she's a lesbian now. Yeah. And her Chinese girlfriend, uh, like Miko or something like that. Okay. Every time she's just like, Hi, DP. And he's just like, Hi, Miko. Just like, they're like... <laughs> that's that's their interaction every time. Every time you see him in the movie, it's always just like... She's just like Nick Sinister. He's just like she's just like what an ass or something like. And he always does like that. Eh, I like your uh, like your flat top and yeah. like whatever. Uh-huh. And then she's just like hi DP, hi Miko, and just like overly cutesy, <laughs> nice to her. Just like such a nice girl. That's funny. Um, Is but it- he's got he's growing his legs back just like the hand sequence yeah. in the other one. But his legs are baby legs. So he's walking around the apartment like no bottoms on, just baby <laughs> penis. Baby legs walking around trying to learn how to walk because he can't walk. He's walking like stumbling like a baby. And it's funny as shit. Cable and him make a pact because they want to stop it. And he's trying to tell him like, "You can't kill the kid. Let me talk to the kid first. I can get him to stop. You know, I'll yeah. I'll talk to him. I'll talk him down, kind of thing." He's like, "I will give you thirty seconds. If anything happens past that, the kid is dead. But we cannot stop." Juggernaut alone, we all have to work together. Oh, because Juggernaut's so, a loose cannon now. Yes. Okay. Well, he's with the kid. Oh, him yeah, and the kid. Right, yeah. Him and the kid are like now BFF. Right. Yeah. Like he thinks the kid's cool as shit because the kid wants to kill all the people in this orphanage. Yeah. And he's just like, all right, I'm game. Let's and do he's it. The Juggernaut, yeah. bitch. And then, uh, so they they buddy up. So now, like as it gets together, like now Deadpool's got his family. He's got yeah. like his Dopinder. Yeah. He's got uh, whatever fucking T.J. Miller yeah. his character was. I forgot what his name is. Mm-hmm. The bartender guy. Yeah. He's got Colossus Negasonic, Negatonic's girlfriend. He's got Cable now as like a best buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go and do their thing. Um, ends up, they, they go to the thing. He ends up trying to talk the kid out of it. The kid, uh, Cable, thinks that the kid is about to shoot one of the people or with his fire abilities, uh-huh. and so he gets ready to shoot him. Deadpool jumps in the way. In in the prison, that's another thing that's important that I forgot. In the prison, to they can stop their mutant powers. They have these collars that they put on them, oh, and okay. it disables their mutant ability. Mm-hmm. So whenever he had the collar on in the prison the whole time, he was dying of his cancer. Like He was oh. like coughing up blood and shit. Oh, okay. um, so he has the collar on to try and show the kid, like, you know, I'm... You can do whatever you want to me. You can kill me if you want to. You don't have to kill this ah, guy. Yeah. I'm willing to do it because I'm your friend and I want you to be a better person. Yeah. Than this kind of a thing. And so he thinks he's getting ready to shoot him. So he, Cable, shoots at the kid. Deadpool jumps in the way and actually takes a bullet to the heart ah. and doesn't have his mutant thing on. Mm-hmm. And he's just telling everybody, just let me die. Let me die. I, I want to be dead because I want to be with my girlfriend. Yeah. Ends up dying and sees his girlfriend. And yeah. she's like, your family needs you again. And then Cable uses time travel because he's only supposed to have enough time travel, conveniently enough, oh. to go forward to or backwards to time once each way. Yeah. So he uses his other time instead of going back to his family to go back 
And whenever he's getting ready to do the, the whole sequence of the orphanage thing, he puts this keepsake token thing that his girl, that Deadpool's girlfriend gave him from like an arcade or whatever, mm-hmm. in his thing right where the bullet goes. Ah. So the whole sequence plays out exactly the same, but he takes the bullet to the chest and doesn't die. Okay. And then everything writes itself because the kid's good again. Everything's like all happy-go-lucky. The the bear comes back to being yeah. fine. One of the coolest things after everything's said and done is like the post-credit sequence. It shows, one of the things shows Negasonic and the girl, her girlfriend, in the Xavier school. And they're working on Cable's time jump thing. Uh-huh. And they actually fix it. And they give it to Deadpool. Uh-huh. And so Deadpool's just like, I'm going to go fix some shit. He goes back in time, saves his girlfriend. So I don't know if that's canon so can now or undo not. Whatever, yeah. So undoes undoes that. Goes to the X Force part. Lets everybody else die, but saves Peter. <laughs> 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 and make sure that he's okay. And then uh, goes to Ryan Reynolds at his desk writing Green Lantern, <laughs> and he's just like, "You did it, kid. You did it." He's holding up the thing, and then you see fucking blood shoot on the thing, and he's like, looks up at the camera, and it's just a fucking bullet hole through his head, and Ryan Reynolds dies dead, and he's just like, goes, you're welcome, Canada, and walks off screen, and then, uh, what's the other one? Oh, it goes to X-Men Wolverine Origins, the, uh-huh. the Origins yeah, one, the, the original with the original Deadpool, Deadpool. Uh-huh. and he's like standing there, and does the sequence where like Wolverine's talking to him, he's just like... You feeling okay, Wade? I guess they finally shut you up or whatever. Uh-huh. And then you see the gun shoot Wade in the head. Wade's the other one's dead on the ground. And he just goes, hey, Hugh. Uh, just cleaning up the timelines. I don't want anybody to think, you know, if this happened or anything like that at all. So just want to make sure everything's cool. And he's just talking to him and shooting the body on the ground to make sure that, like that mistake is gone forever. And it shows like Wolverine just like kind of looking at him uh-huh. glaring and stuff. And he just keeps shooting the thing. He's just like, I'll see you later. And walks off screen. <laughs> that was pretty much it. I mean, cool. that it, it didn't really set up what's going to happen in another movie yeah. or anything like that. But it was pretty great. Good. I, there's enough of it that I probably fucked up explaining or didn't say right or yeah. whatever that you'll get enjoyment out of it. Absolutely. A lot of quirky one-liners. I like to watch them anyways. Like fourth you wall see breaks. how it happens. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, they did like a thing where because Domino's lucky they had the collar on Deadpool after the whole like he got shot in, like, yeah. with the coin thing, mm-hmm. and he's just like, I don't know how I'm gonna get this off, and it's like got a code on it or whatever. And then she's just like, Try seven, and he's just like, Oh, come on, it can't just be a one button code, that would be the laziest writing ever. And he just like <laughs> looks straight at the comic and then push the seven, and he goes, Oh, come on, guys, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Would you uh, put it, uh, like, you said that you like the first one better, for sure. Yeah. Still, yeah. like... I still think I like the first one better, but this one's this one holds up just as well. I mean, it's it's not as good as the first one, but it, it's pretty good, too. See, and, and what I thought was, it sounded like there's a lot more X-Force happening in there than what I originally thought it was going to be. It was, like, I thought you'd get kind of, like, you. it would be set up very much like the DC Universe movies. is like, Deadpool's your Man of Steel... Your Deadpool 2 is going to be your Batman v Superman where you get your two bigs, part of your team, and then you have your Justice League. Yeah. You'd have your your um, your X-Factor kind of mm-hmm. game. Uh, game. Uh, show, movie after that would be kind of the whole team, but it sounds like you got a lot of the, the team yeah. aspect of well, there. Well, I was thinking, because they were talking about like 
a lot of people were speculating whenever Deadpool was about to come out, they were saying, how is this going to, like, is this going to set up X-Force? Because I think X-Force is a predominant comic series yeah, that still goes on. Yeah, I knew what you meant. <laughs> I think everybody did. Nope. Nope. I'm talking about the show. <laughs> I see Excuse somebody me. down there on the comments that is cursing me. Oh, damn it. Live. Live? Live cursors. Uh, but, um, no, I mean, like, I was assuming, like, what everybody was speculating. It was just like, mm-hmm. X-Force is the predominant comic series that still keeps going on right now. And, like, is this... Excuse me. Mm. Made me burp. Yeah. Is this going to be the next, like, are these going to be, like, the people that carry you on yeah. to the next set of... You know, like another franchise, like X Men, mm-hmm. is going to end with like Dark Phoenix or something like yeah. that. Is this going to be X Force is going to have their own movie and stuff? And then it's just like, oh no, they're all fucking dead except for uh, except for Domino. <laughs> this is just uh, yeah, Domino and Peter, I guess. Now, if that's how it goes, if that's real, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if that's. Everybody told me when we walked out the theater, it's like, I don't know if I should take that his girlfriend is alive or not. Yeah, like for serious or not, because this was the whole thing. I'd also heard one of the post-credit sequences that they didn't do because it turned out super bad for the test audience. Did uh-huh. you hear about it? No. So he gets the thing, goes back in time, and, and they mentioned it one time earlier in the movie, but then it never happened. But um, they ended up, because the test audience, were just, nobody laughed. Everybody thought it was horrible. Um, he goes back in time, and he's going to kill Hitler. baby Hitler. Yeah. Baby Hitler, yeah. But they actually filmed the sequence. Yeah. They show him going to, like wherever it was yeah. in, uh, not, no, I was going to say Auschwitz, not Auschwitz, not yeah. a concentration Somewhere camp. in Germany, though. So wherever he is, was, baby Hitler was growing up or whatever, and, like, kills the parents and then sees the baby, and then it pans off screen, and you see a silhouette of him, like, choking a baby. And everybody was just like, nobody laughed. Everybody was just like, oh, this is fucked. And then so they was just like, yeah, we got to take uh, that out right away. Should, hopefully it'll be in the deleted, the, like, the DVD or something. Maybe. People don't have good black humor. And not like... <laughs> Tyler Perry. <laughs> Everybody I mean, like, loves Medea. <laughs> like dark humor, black humor. I think That's all black humor is a dark humor. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think dark humor is what we'll call it. Like a dark yeah. comedy. Is yeah, dark comedy, yeah. 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 Dark comedy. Because yeah. a black comedy would be like a Tyler Perry. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Or Atlanta. Yeah. Or, uh, or Redbone. Yeah. I mean, Redbone, is that a show? No. Oh. I was just saying it because I was thinking other black things. I, I thought of Atlanta and I thought of Donna Glover. I've seen, uh, <laughs> I've seen Tyler Perry and I've seen Atlanta and I don't think they're playing for the same... They're not playing the same game. No. It's a different game. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm glad Deadpool was nice and uh, I will probably see it within the next couple of weeks, but Solo is my first mission and I think I'm going to go see it tomorrow night. Uh because they've got uh, some showings, you know. Being if we, could, this we get a chance, because I'm sure it's going to be super, super busy, but I was going to see, since me and Mandy are off, if she wants to stay at home, then we can stay at home, but if she wants to go, I was thinking maybe seeing if maybe Monday or Tuesday we could try to go and hit that up. Yeah. And I know we both want to see it. It look good. Yeah, it does. It look good. It look good. Kept getting better as I went along. I was kind of pretty mad on it at first, thinking I was just like, my, my biggest fear of it is that I don't, and I still, right now, I feel like the kid that's playing solo yeah. isn't going to be as strong of an actor as I hope he's going to be. Yeah, I think he. I think he'll and do okay. I think he'll do okay at, mm-hmm. after everything's said and done. Because I've never, I don't know that I've seen him in other stuff. Or if I have, I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah. So that's what my fear was. Because every time I see this stuff and him acting in the scenes, I'm kind of like, 
I don't know. These are these are just kind of parts for like a little teasery part. It's not showing me any serious yeah. acting at all. But everybody else, I was just like, I know, I know, fucking Woody Harrelson's good. I know mm-hmm. Amelia Clark's good. I know Donald Glover's good. You yeah, know, I'm just like this kid. I'm just like, be able to I hope he's it. good because I mean, he's the fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Uh, he was in Hail Caesar. See, I didn't watch that. I haven't seen it yet either. Beautiful creatures. Um, he's been in some stuff. I'm just listing yeah. off the things that look familiar to me. He was in some CSI, an, an episode of CSI, the uh, the uh, uh, Ted Danson version. So, watch out. Oh so, shit! Looks like he's had some things, but yeah, I uh, I think he'll he'll do okay. In the same way that like Harrison Ford wasn't trying to steal the show in Star Wars ever. Right. As uh, I think that he won't be stealing the show. He'll be cruising right alongside it and sure. uh, reacting and having he'll have good writers who wrote some good quippy shit that kind of plays into it and uh, it'll play pretty well because I guess that is the beauty of, of casting your Han Solo is that you're not looking for somebody that's going to like steal the show. You're sure. looking for somebody who's just going to roll with the punches. Right. And then you get like some big faces like I know Woody Harrelson kind of captures the, the show a bit. Chewbacca's gonna gonna be somebody's gonna they're gonna be focused on Chewbacca a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. In there and uh, and then yeah, everyone wants to see what's going on with Lando because hell, a lot of time it seems like Lando's more of what people are wanting to see than even. We are still Han really Solo. don't know a lot about him. Yeah, I mean we don't uh, for all extensive purposes we don't know a lot about Han either. But I mean we've only had yeah what, a movie and a half where we actually have seen Lando yeah and it's, one movie he was like a pilot the whole time the other one he's just betraying fucking everybody yeah. and it's like so just parts I mean you, you yeah. maybe got like what 25 minutes of screen time with, yeah so with now him. you're actually going to finally get hopefully a little bit more of him yeah. and know a little bit more about yeah. what he's about I mean he is the at that point in time the only black guy in the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. during that timeline and then I'm assuming that at one point he dies and then Finn's the only black guy yeah, and you can only have one one token black guy. I don't know what's that. I'm I'm hoping maybe they can uh, they can fix that at some point because it seems <laughs> a little weird. I don't know if maybe they're on their own planet. They did, remember they the did the Saturday Night Live episode with Donald Glover whenever he hosted. It was I didn't it. watch it. Yeah, it's it's amazing. They I just did, saw the they wire. did a Lando sketch and they talked about that. Basically, there was a sketch <laughs> that was uh, that is uh, all of the black people in the Star Wars universe meeting up. And they were going to have a thousand man march, but there was only like four people. <laughs> like one chick that was kind of like a, uh, like a, like a captain or a general for the Rebel Alliance. Okay. Him, uh, the black guy that, what's his face, Forrest Whitaker played. Oh, yeah. In, uh, oh, I in forgot Rogue One him. with the, the mask yeah. that he had to breathe. Yeah. Uh, and then some other guy they made up for another character that was like a smuggler type guy, <laughs> guy too. And they were just like, they, they ended up, it was just like, now we would like to remember all of the other black people that we have lost. And they pull out like this list, like looks like it's going to be a bigger sheet of paper. And they just go, Mace Windu. And that's it. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> and then they have the, I forgot about Mace Windu. And then there's the, I think he's like a general of Queen Amidala's like. Mm-hmm. Crew. Yeah. Yeah. With and the, the, he's got the, the hat that has the yeah, flap on, on the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at max two people during at at one point in time, Mm -hmm. and it's weird, weird. They'll get there. I'm rooting for them. (laughs) Rooting for them. Um, All right. So we got my discussion of the day. Mm -hmm. All right. I uh, I I drummed up something uh, something special for y'all. Okay. It's just a a quick little story and a warning. 
oh. to the listeners oh. that uh, that they, they have to be careful. It is getting to be summer. Right. And if you are someone who owns a fire pit. Uh-huh. Owns, yeah, owns a fire pit. Yeah. I bought a new fire pit uh, sure. for my backyard. And I decided to, to opt out of building one with, like, pavers and shit. Or, or bricks, and I, I bought, like, a, a whole one. Uh-huh. Instead of putting one in the ground, I put it on the ground. Sure. And, uh... I had one of those, but I just threw it away. Yeah. yeah it broke apart so easily. <laughs> yeah. This one, it seems to be going well, but, um, I decided to, uh, burn up some brush and shit, and, uh, the thing that you have to remember during the summer months of burning things in your fire pit, mm-hmm. it's when you think the fire's out... You better make sure the fire's out before you put your lovely lid on your fire pit. Right. Because if you don't, it will peel all of the paint that's on that lid off. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, it'll rain the next day and it'll rust all of the exposed metal. Mm. And then you'll have to figure out what you're going to do with that. Um, right. Because I experienced that. and uh, But I tell you what, some I got a, I got a can of matte black Whoop spray ass. paint. Yeah, I got a can of whoop ass, and I just whooped it up. But uh, but yeah, so that was that was important. Um, that was a thing. Um, and was, we had all of the water that was gone last week. You know what I'm talking about? It was gone. Oh yeah, the water crisis from yeah. here in our area. We're all, it rained a we're lot. from Southern Illinois, so yeah, there was a ton of rain, but there was a water line. Like one main water line, which is weird to me. There's only one big water line feeds that like. feeds. Probably about like six counties. Yeah, six counties. <laughs> I would guess guesstimate at least like twenty plus towns. Yeah, and oh, it's yeah. one line that feeds it from this lake that we get our uh, water source, three foot in diameter. This yeah, pipe. That's yeah. all it was. Three foot. And it had one spot that had like basically rusted and busted open, and the gap was probably about I want to say maybe a foot and a half to two feet wide. Like, long. I mean, yeah. not wide, but wide it was a lot shorter. Yeah. But that was busted open, and that main that had busted had made it so bad that we all, not not me here where I live, but a lot of the places around, like, completely lost water. Yeah. Like, I to did. the point where they was like, oh, ration it, because we, we have, like, no water to it give a, you. It was a state of emergency yeah, for some towns. Literally a state of emergency yeah. for some towns, and then immediately, like, boil odor up until mm-hmm. pretty much today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yesterday. Or yesterday. Brush yeah. my teeth. Yeah. Yeah. In the sink and yep. not use bottled water. There you go. Yeah. So that was that, the only thing that remained me was because I I saw everybody saying because during that whole period of time can't use fire pits can't burn anything yeah. can't do any of that kind of shit because there's no way to put out to anything put out. there's yeah. no way to know that anybody has any water I was at work and I had like a bunch of people that were just like. Yeah, fuck them. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna run. I'm, I had to burn a bunch of leaves and or burn a bunch of trash and stuff like that. I was just like, first of all, I think burning trash is illegal. Second of all, <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah, well, and and I'm I'm slow sometimes. I'll be the first to admit. So I I get I get texts of what's going on, like little alerts for the sure. town I live in, and. Uh, so the first one came through that was like, "Hey, uh, we're we're conserving water and whatnot." And then the second one was was a uh, a burn ban to say, "Hey, don't burn things." And I was like, "Oh, I wonder why they're not burning things. I wonder if it's a little windy." Yeah. And uh, and then like a day later, I was like, "Ah, I get it. <laughs> if it gets out of control, nobody's gonna be able to stop this shit." Yep. 
Uh, so that was, yeah, that was interesting. But it rained like a monsoon, if that's a thing I with know. rain. It rained a fucking lot, but we still had no water. Yeah. I've seen so many people on Facebook that were from our area that was just posting like, I guess I'm going to have to go outside and collect a bunch of this rain in buckets if I'm going to want to flush my toilet. People were doing that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder if it was starting to become a thing where they were saying rationing. I know a lot of people in Ducoin family and friends that mm -hmm. were like, we filled our bathtub up with water so we could flush our toilets and stuff, and yeah. then got a bunch of water. I tried to get water for, I tried to get water from my mom and some other people and stuff in the family because there was none here. Yeah, we have a Dollar General here now where yeah. we, where I live, and uh, a bunch of the other towns had like no water because everybody bought everything out, and I was just like, oh, we'll go. We're gonna go visit my wife's family. They're not in a water crisis. Yeah. It's far enough away. It's almost like an hour away to mm -hmm. get there from where I live. So we're going to go down there, and uh, there's probably going to be plenty of water. Everybody from, like, Carbondale and the other southern Illinois areas, all those towns, yeah. fucking just flooded all those places. There them. was absolutely nothing. They only had, like, 20 bottles of smart water left in the entire, like, in, in any of the places That's that were down there. So it was just, like, even drove an hour out of the way yeah. just to get some water or something. I was just like, this is really crazy to think of the thing. I'm fancy. Mm -hmm. And uh, one, in the show, I'm fancy. <laughs> I'm fancy. The end. I uh, one. I don't mind pooping at work, and they had water, mm -hmm. so I did all my my brown duty yeah. there. And then I I uh, practiced if it's yellow, let it mellow at home. So that was fine. Yeah. And uh, learned that from the Falkers. And uh, <laughs> and then uh, I am fancy is what I wanted to say because I drink sparkling water all the time. Sure. So I'm well stocked and on water for drinking at any moment. I, like I've got a gross, probably forty to fifty cans gross, of, of sparkling water, and don't mind going two to three days without so, a shower from time to time. <laughs> so, I, so I wasn't really bothered by the lack of water either. Yeah, it was I tried, perfect I was for like, me. Trying to tell mom and some of the people, I was like, if you need to come and take like do well, where I'm at, it's a completely different lake that feeds here. Yeah. So I didn't ever have to worry about yeah. anything. I didn't know that. I was scared that they at one point in time they said they was going to bypass. Some water from our lake to feed through to other people. Yeah, we're from Kincaid, so yeah. they were going to bypass that over to Wren Lake. Yeah, and so that way people could have that as a bypass sure. line to them to have. So then more you, you would notice some like a decrease. Yeah, and then in they said like if that was the case, then there was like oh we'll be under a boil order too. You'll have a little bit less pressure, and then you guys will be under a boil be order because that'd be too much that'd be going out from that than what we would yeah. anticipate, and it would make stuff churn. Mm -hmm. So it would have to be under a boil order as well. But none of it ever happened here. Cool. Well, that's just grand. Oh, God. Tell them, Steve Dave. <laughs> <laughs> what we got to do? Plug our plug our socials and then get the fuck out of here? Is yeah, let's GTFO. We're okay. going to plug our social media. And I wanted to talk to you guys about a few things that I mentioned in uh, in my channel intro on SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, that will also be... We love the sound of clouds. It'll be episode zero as far as I'm concerned because I kind of want to give you guys a little preface about what yeah. the, what our network is. Yeah, so, and we like comic books and issue zeros happen a lot. So Yeah, so that's, it makes, makes total sense. Absolutely. So everything that we have is under an umbrella now called the I Feel New Zealand Network or IFNZ Network. Mm -hmm. um, it hubs this podcast as well as another podcast that I'm on with my buddy Josh called We Came as Pixels. Um, so everything that you can get from both of those podcasts will be in separate feeds, but all kind of together as far as, you know, as far as we're concerned. Um, what I wanted to talk about as far as community goes is uh, we really want to try and outreach to you guys, the listeners, and have more feedback from you. If you guys have any questions or comments, you know, 
if you feel a specific way about something that we talked about, whether it be in the news or something from the spoiler. I thought you were going to say something about in the nude. In the nudes. Yeah. Um, I like nudes. Then just then just throw it out there because we want to talk to you. We want to have more interaction. If you have just a stupid question you know, or a hypothetical like, fuck, Mary kill, throw it at us. I mean, we really don't care and we want more participation of all kinds from you. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Something that I had thought about down the road as uh, the community base starts growing, I'm going to also create a Discord for all of us to kind of join into. So... What's a Discord? So Discord is a service that... It's a $5 word. It is. It's a service that allows <laughs> you to set up basically a chat server. Um, a chat, it could be video, voice, or okay. just you know regular just texting chat. Like Evernote. Um, kind of. It's just a server that you hub with a bunch of people, like a big group. Anybody can join a Discord if you have it out there. Okay. And you don't have to necessarily invite them. You, you okay. can make it private if you want to, but... This one will be open for everybody. I'm going to do one for each of the shows, so that way they're independent of sure. one another. But that way you guys can actively talk to one another, too. You can ask us questions. We'll be able to talk to you because we'll have you know the app on PC and on our phones. So if you guys have a question you want to ask us right away, we if we have the app and it pops up, we'll be able to answer you really fast. Yeah. Um, and that way we can also have <clears throat> kind of a way to kind of list a lot of the comments and stuff that you guys have. Um, another thing that I wanted to do for each podcast too down the road, once we get a specific set number of like, uh, you know, followers and people that start listening to us, you know, like over a hundred people we know that are downloading it on a regular basis. Yeah. I wanted to do some giveaways for people too. Yeah. So for like people that, I'm like uh, a drawing. Yeah. People that are, you know, followers of ours on here that are in the discord and everything that we have going on. Like uh, for this podcast particularly, we could do like an Amazon gift card. You guys can buy comic books or you know, maybe even like a subscription to Comicology because they have gift cards for yeah, that too. Absolutely. You know, you just get you like a $40 thing and it'll last you, you know, almost an entire year's worth of subscription to mm-hmm. comics, then you know, unlimited comics from them. Um, and then, you know, on that other side of the spectrum with the other show, since it's mostly gaming oriented, we'll give away like Steam gift cards so you guys can buy full games and everything as well. But that's kind of further down the pipeline. I just kind of wanted to use this little bit of segment just to kind of splurge that out there. And, and, and just so that way you guys kind of know, we, we really want to have that interaction from you because a community makes a podcast even more fun. I always have fun just recording these episodes and talking about stuff and having you guys listen to it, but being able to get that feedback from you guys and actually talking to you is what makes it even more worthwhile, knowing that, yes, people are out there listening, yes, people are interested in what we're saying, and having that interaction with you is just awesome. Absolutely. And we're gonna, we, I mean, we're going to talk whether anybody's listening or not, but... Yeah, it doesn't matter one way or cool. another. It would be... It's, <laughs> it's much preferred to have other people to discuss things with, Yeah, but... Whether you like it or not, we exist. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. But, uh, yeah. And we'll be out there with all kinds of different things. I mean, we're musicians. We are artists. We we do all kinds of cool and or dumb shit. And are into all kinds of cool and or dumb shit. So, as we continue, there may be more comic book heavy episodes. And more movie heavy episodes. And uh, and whatever it may be. And we might do some visual stuff where we're we're uh, doing what are those called? Let's plays, mm-hmm. play goes, go play, let's play. Let's play. I had it right the first time. Sorry, um, you know whatever. As long as I don't have to try to point at things on the camera, we should be pretty good. Yeah, and we won't do that because we won't point at things whenever we're on camera, <laughs> other than just talking to you guys and looking at the camera because it's, it's easy to see. Yeah, 
Yeah. But we'll um, be primarily in audio format. We'll continue this way. Um, yeah. We'll still do things like whenever we were on our old podcast, we did things like Snack Attack and things that kind of really involve on being able to really rely on you being able to see us. I mean, you could hear our reactions as far as the snacking thing Mm -hmm. goes, but if it's something that's extremely gross, then it's a lot better seeing that visual too. So we'll still have stuff like that too. What's that? Yeah. ASMR. Yeah. The ASMR. 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 But, uh, but currently you're going to, you're going to find us at, uh, at the IFNZ podcast on the, uh, the SoundClouds. Yep. And uh, we're going to be setting up all the other uh, shits that are involved in anything. But I'm currently in the process of getting some stuff set up as far as the Twitters go and the, the book of faces and all of that kind of shit. But Justin's got all kinds of stuff already set up, and I'll let you kind of get yep. that out. You guys can hit me up at any point in time you want to at RandomHeroXIX. I'm that on everything. Twitter, Instagram. Um, any any outlet that's any kind of social media, you can get to me on there, especially on Twitch as well. Um, I do stream live occasionally, um, games on there. So that's twitch.tv at uh, twitch.tv slash random hero xix. Um, like Chad said, he's setting up his own new social stuff. Uh, you can check out our band uh, page here on SoundCloud as well. That's soundcloud.com slash as for the rest of us, all one word. And then our hub here for all of the IFNZ network stuff, including the other show too, is soundcloud.com slash IFNZ. Um, I think that pretty well does it for yeah. us for episode uno. I think so. I, this is probably a little bit longer than will normally last, but yeah, uh, sure. we've been in about a six-month dry spell, so we really had to, we had to wear that shit out. Yeah. We had to we had a lot of to talk about. And... We probably have a lot of other stuff that we'll bring up that happened in yeah. between stuff too, but... We'll get to all that. I've got about a fifty issue stack of back issues of comic books to catch up on. So yeah. we'll be we'll be reviewing some of that a lot more and I'll uh we'll have more T V, more more everything. More, mm-hmm. more, more if you have a specific, in America. If you have a specific segment that you guys liked more than others, or if you have something that you'd like us to discuss that we recipes. didn't discuss, yeah, like you know, your favorite recipes. Uh, just let us know. Hit me up on Twitter, and then also you can comment here on SoundCloud for now until we get our Discord and stuff set up down the road. Um, and that'll do it. You'll right. be able to get the podcast pretty soon almost everywhere that podcasts are available, including Spotify down the road. What? So we will be talking to you guys sometime next week. Right on. Be good. Have fun. Take it easy, guys. Bye.